Now look, all you got to do is lay in here and hold on to this one, all right? I'm gonna tell him I'm going in the trunk to show him the goods. When I open the trunk, you pop up and rack this mother. Man, f that shit ain't finna shoot nobody. I ain't saying nothing about you shooting nobody. All you gotta do is hold on to it. They'll get the idea. Man, you must be out of your fucking mind if you think I'm finna get in this dirty ass trunk. We ain't going nowhere but to Koreatown, man. You ain't gonna be in here no more than 10 minutes. Man, I ain't riding in no goddamn trunk for no minute, man. Why I can't ride up front with you? You can't ride up front with me. The surprise element is 90% of it. I'm sorry, man, but I ain't getting no goddamn trunk. <sighs> I can't believe you do me like this. Do you like what, man? I just ain't climbing in no goddamn dirty ass trunk, man. I got a problem with small places. No, well, I got a problem with spending ten thousand dollars on ungrateful peanut head to get him out of jail. But I did it. And how small was that jail cell, motherfucker? Look, man, I know I owe you. You have to bring all if this. If you up. owe me, then get your ass in this trunk. Man, I want to help you, but I won't be locked in no goddamn trunk or no car. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, this is uh, Gundam at MAHQ, and this is one of your hosts, Neo. And joining me always is uh, Solbro. Sobo, say hello to everyone out there. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing tonight? And uh, tonight is marking a momentous occasion. It's going to be episode 150 of Gundam at MAHQ. Oh, my and we're God. Only going to be having one segment, but it's going to be an extended segment, <laughs> and it's going to be a segment on something that we haven't done in Solbro probably three, four years, maybe. I don't know. You, you may have a better grasp of it than me. I, I know it's been quite a few years. It's been several years. I wish I would look back and saw what episode we did it last on, but it's been at least a few years since we've last done it on the actual on this actual show. All right. Well, but we are going to have a call-in segment, and unfortunately, it was kind of a it was kind of a short notice uh, call-in segment because we were trying to get some things together with uh, uh, changing schedules and stuff, and uh, but we were able to get quite a few people on there, so. We'll be getting to that in a little bit, and unfortunately, Chris was unable to join us on this, but uh, I'm sure he'll join us in future uh, call-in shows, because it looks like we might have gotten this uh, done a little bit better than before, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we, we, seems, it seems like it's worked out a little bit better. It, it's improved every time we've done it, so if anything, it was a lot smoother than, the I would definitely say, the first time we did it, or the second, and uh, many thanks to everybody who participated, man. Definitely. But um, as I'm walking over to the uh, Larry King Memorial News Studio... You are the king! You are the king! ...to do some Neo's listener-submitted news. And like always, you can uh, submit your news to the Neo's listener-submitted news articles thread in the Gundam section of the Talk forum. And the first one here, we're going to be just starting off because we got a lot to get to, guys, is going to be from Project 5. And he's got a link to the Crunchyroll.com uh, announcing that there is a new video for Gundam Breaker 2. Uh, it's a sequel game where you can custom combine, customize, and battle models. So uh, definitely 
about, you know, for all you kind of uh, model builders out there and, and video game players. So thank you, Mr. Project 5, uh, for your submission. Oh, the next one here comes from Rodimus76, and this is actually coming from uh, IB Times from the uh, the International Business Times from uh, the UK. Oh. And it looks like uh, there's some possible Transformers spoilers. Transformers 5 spoilers. I don't know why this isn't uh, Surbay news, but uh, I guess since <laughs> Surbay is since we kind of think that it's been announced that Surbay may not do Transformers 5, I could probably see why that's going on. And oh. it looks like uh, Optimus Prime's twin brother Unicron and new Autobots are going to be featured in the upcoming movie. I guess twin um, brother. That's what they're. That's what they're saying now. Oh my gosh! I I don't know what to say about the twin brother, yo, unicorn. Yeah, there's there's just there's just some things that are going back and forth that may. Well, I mean, it's a movie continuity, so and you know, also, sometimes you just got to forgive that stuff. It's also a rumor too, so if anything, it could yeah, it could definitely be dispelled. But uh, I'm sure the internets are going crazy about that. So thank you, Mr. Rodimus seventy six, for your submission. Oh, the next one here comes back with Rod. 76 and uh he's got a, a link here from the geektyrant.com and it says really scott says blade 2 blade runner 2 script is damn good well i, I think he would say that <laughs> if he wrote it so uh yeah i guess uh he's been quoted as saying it's uh been written and uh it's pretty good and of course it's going to involve uh, harrison ford who is a survivor after all the years to fight the um despite the accident i guess he's referring to uh, uh harrison ford's injuries that he sustained in Star Wars. So, oh, no. <laughs> and, it, and it looks like uh, they're, it, it's going to happen. And uh, then he just uh, kind of uh, went and said that, uh, confirmed that Prometheus 2 is uh, set to be released March 4th of 2016. So, mm-hmm. uh, Blade Runner and Prometheus 2. So, man, se- it, sequels abound. Freaking, really, Scott is like one of the busiest men in Hollywood with all the, all the pl- projects he has in mind. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to manage to accomplish that. But I, I look forward to uh, to seeing what he tries to do with Blade Runner Two. Uh, does that movie really need a sequel, though? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's always been the discussion, and mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things. Yeah, you know, it's, it's 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 it it was pro it it could probably do well being just a one shot, but depending on how well the sequel's done, maybe. Maybe maybe it'll work. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, I guess to be continued. Yes, I'm I'm sure as we get closer to this thing being um, uh, to release, we'll we'll keep getting much more speculation and stuff nice. going on there. So, uh, but yeah. So thank you, Mr. Rodimus seventy six for your submission. Ooh, the next one here comes from uh, the Shade. Oh, shit. and this is coming from the Anime News Network. And uh, old Tomino thinks uh, young voice actors. <laughs> All sound the same. So he's just basically sounding like every other old person at this point, that all young people just sound the same and they do stupid things. Yeah, it looks like uh, he's uh, lamenting in uh, Bandai Visual's Beat Magazine um, from the casting. He was fresh from casting of uh, G uh, Rankon Gista in G, the new Gundam anime television series. And he said all of the young voice actors have been contaminated by the current trendy anime. All their voices sound the same to me, so the first order of business was to break them of those habits. holy shit (laughs) i guess he added but those habits they pick up in the normal course of career so it's something they can't they can't can't do and uh i guess he was 
going out, he had some backhanded compliments for uh, a couple of the stars and uh, like how, how he said you, Shiramura, how uh, her performance changed by episode two. <laughs> so you actually have to go through this. It, it's actually better to read this because, God, his quotes are just freaking amazing because uh, he is just. <laughs> I, I've actually read. Uh, he's had several articles this week. I, I looked over the news. I didn't see anybody else submit the other ones. But another one was that he said he was making G Reco for your children and your grandchildren. What he went on to say is that today's Gundam uh, audience will not be able to appreciate uh, uh, Gundam uh, or G-Reco at all, he said. But your children and your grandchildren will love the show. And so he says, I'm not making the show for the, for any anybody currently watching it now. You know, it's it's the second time, as someone pointed out to me during EX vs. the Gundam Nation, it's the second time he's told people not to watch his show, basically. Um, back in the day, he told people not to watch Victory Gundam on a Blu-ray DVD on a Blu-ray, not on a Blu-ray, but on a uh, on a on a laser disc release of uh, Victory. And then yeah. recently, he's telling people it's like I'm not making the show for anybody currently watching Gundam because they won't appreciate it. So I was like, are you sh- are you shitting me right now, Tomino? It's like, dude, I've I've watched every Gundam series you put out. I don't complain about your shows. <laughs> but apparently, he wrote that, and uh, yeah, he's uh he, he's he's been salty this week, just to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it, I, I'm kind of looking in here. Uh, in the same article that you're reading, you saw the thing he said about Sid Mead. Designs of Turn A, and yeah. he's saying it, saying it. He's come to realize that asking Sid Mead to, to do this was a mistake, and he got caught up in kind of the fandom of uh, Sid Mead's uh, previous work. And that's the one yeah. thing I, I do find fault with him on. Um, if you're gonna have a problem with you know the work being done, say it at the time it's being done. You know, this many years later, you really it's just in bad taste, really, to say something now. You know, it's like you're making you're making the man you're trying to diminish the man's work when he already put in the show. And I, I honestly, I love the design and the mechs in uh, Turn A Gundam. I never had a problem with it. I I you know I, I, I remember when the news dropped and the design for that suit came out and people just shit it all over it. Uh, I'm sure Japan went insane, but. To me, I always thought it was a unique design. And when you look at the silhouette of the Turn A Gundam, you know it's the Turn A Gundam. So to me, I, I think that's a big deal. And it's a, it's a, got an iconic look that I can definitely appreciate. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, it's once again, it's this whole thing that we're starting to see with a lot of these people now. It's kind of everybody's recanting everything. And it's yeah. just like, you know, a little too late. You know, what's, what's done's done. I, 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 I don't always know that if, if we need to just kind of go back to all that and, and act the way that they're acting. But, um, you know, hey, what, what, what are you going to do? True. I mean, I, I guess there's not much that we can do on that aspect. So, <laughs> well, damn. So, but thank you, uh, Mr. The Shade, for your submission. Uh, the next one here comes from the most evil Australian of all. Vent Noir, oh, and uh, he's got a link to Japan uh, to YouTube showing the uh, preview, new preview for the new Fall for Exit Exodus trailer. So oh. definitely check that out. Yeah, they're making new Fafner. Yo, yeah, we've wow. talked about that. God, that's right. We have brought it up, but there's a trailer out now. I have to check that out when uh, when after after we're done. Yeah, we've we, yeah we've we've talked about that before, but um, it's been a while. <laughs> no, I think we talked about maybe two episodes. Are ago. you serious? God dang it! 
Yes. Well, I, I, I guess I need to step my shit up. But uh, I, I'm excited for it, man. The last Fafner series was amazing. Um, oh, next one here comes from Poster So Bro Ryu. I wonder who this is. Oh, who, who, who the hell is that? Oh, man. And there's a link to Collider.com about, ooh, some new. Oh, man, look at this. Captain Harlock figures from Sideshow Collectibles. That's all you need to know right there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> definitely from the movie. So uh, definitely some good stuff there. So definitely check that out if you're a Captain Harlock fan or just a collectible fan. And uh, yes, thank you, Mr. Solbro Ryu, for your submission. We're done with some of the news here, but the next thing we got is definitely some robo-apocalypse news. Oh, shit. Why is Neo... So robophobic. Oh, the next one here comes from Poster Video Dragon. This must be a new poster because uh, I uh, I don't I don't recognize this per- person posting before, and he's got a he's got a link here from oh my god from BuzzFeed.com, and it's a cat dressed as a shark riding a Roomba with a shark baby is the Zen you need today. Oh, oh my god! I, and I've seen this video before. A lot of people have seen this. Where <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a very pissed off cat. On a Roomba, dressed in a shark costume, while a baby in, the, in a matching shark costume is watching. So, um, yeah, definitely check that out. And this is how all kids are going to die. So, thank you, Mister Video Dragon, for your submission. Will wonders never cease? Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, and sticking on the on the uh, on the baby thing, it's uh, actually uh, this one's come from Burtman Four, and he's got a link from Engage.com. And it says, this tiny bipedal robot can somersault and run faster than a toddler. So, yeah, that's just what we need. As, as we're hearing, all these robots now are getting faster and quicker. Oh. And uh, this, this can uh, run up to speeds of 2.6 miles an hour. And it's, it's, uh, it doesn't factor in biomechanical factors because it's a robot. So, yeah, this is keep, keep, go, keep going, scientists. Uh, eventually, you'll get that perfect killing machine. So, I don't thank th- you. I don't think the human race is going to survive the, the, the sorry the century <laughs> probably not i, I I'm, I'm i'm getting i'm getting to that point I, I i don't think so either so oh my god the robots are coming <laughs> pretty much yeah they, they they they're they're pretty much coming so it's it's gonna be um gonna be real fun so uh thank you mr uh <laughs> burtman for your submission uh the next one here comes from Vent Noir. Oh, and uh, yeah, this this is this is this is very interesting. All right. He says here, and this is from IO9, would artificially intelligent androids be religious fundamentalists? Well, we've seen this in Battlestar Galactica. We, we saw how that how well that worked. So that's <laughs> 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 kind of I guess somebody wrote a uh, paper titled Robots, Rights and Religion and yeah. I don't need any more of this. So thank you for your submission, Mr. Metwar. I'm not reading any more of that. <laughs> it's just too damn scary. And of course, we don't have any human resistance league news, which is Aww. kind of so kind of sobering because it means that right now we're behind the robots. But <laughs> to cap everything off, we're gonna have some survey news with survey news alerts. Hell yes. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Oh my god, that's bullshit. What the f- 
And we only have two today, but we've got some good ones. And the first one is actually from EA Net, dude. And I, I saw this not too long ago either. And everybody knows about that ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. Oh, yeah. Well, Survey did his own. Yes. And uh, I'm just going to talk about this. Is, I'm just going to read how EA Net, dude, put this on here. He says he donated, challenged Dwayne Johnson, Ken John, Stanley Tucci, and Kelsey Grammer, and took the ice water dump the only way he knows how from Bikini Babes on a beachfront resort. <laughs> Check. <laughs> period mate period yes <laughs> it, it is the only way <laughs> yo michael <laughs> hey man if anything he's always stepping up the game and he he's raising the he bar he is he definitely <laughs> he he is just oh my gosh he's doing it that's that's what he's doing so Thank you, Mr. EA Net Dude, for your submission. And the last one here comes from Evil Australian Vent Noir. And, and hopefully he can make up for that last uh, Robot Apocalypse amount. But uh, this is coming from the MarySue.com. And it looks like science. You know about science, Solbro. You've heard about science, right? A, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's just here that science is saying that Michael Bay movies cause people to eat more junk food. What? <laughs> So, I have no, I have no clue what this is all about. But uh, what would they yeah, blame him for the, next? <laughs> well, this, this there was a study that was done that brought the revelations that Michael Bay style explosions cause you to eat more junk food than any other type of entertainment. What? And this is according to the Journal of American of American Medical Association Eternal Medicine. Yes, <laughs> it's an actual study, and it's. And it, they lost whether or not Michael – they're saying here whether or not Michael Bay movies make us fat because, of course, he's known for the big action movies. And uh, they gathered groups of up to 20 undergraduate students, exposed them to 20 minutes of TV programming of three different varieties. Michael Bay's The Island, a soundless version of The Island, and a clip from Charlie Rose. And the <laughs> – and it looks like everybody was eating every time they saw uh, – things when they were watching the island so wow there you go of so all the movies the island is the one that you <laughs> they yeah could, right they, he couldn't use transformers and in, in, in any in any form like his most his most successful movies bad boys 2 bad boys I mean, 2 would have been the the, the it would have been the control but, of the but, experiment. But, here's, but here's the thing it's they're saying when that was complete with the explosion sound effects mm-hmm. the students it, 98 more per, 98% more food was at, eaten during the video of the island with the explosion sound effects than watching Charlie Rose. Well, yeah, because Charlie Rose makes you want to go to sleep. So, <laughs> he, I put, mean, he puts you in a calming state, man. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a chill dude, man. And, and uh, I, I can't imagine he makes you hungry. He just makes you want to relax. So, uh, yeah, uh, Michael I mean, Bay makes you hype. It's the complete opposite. <laughs> That's that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah. So, um, thank you, Mister Vent Noir, for your submission. I, and uh, I, I've got some breaking news. If you'd like to hear it, I got a link okay. for you right here, man. This is actually very pertinent. It just got it just dropped on Collider, and I'll let you pull it up so you can see what it okay. is. Um, a, I'm pulling it up now. It's it's some breaking news, and it says here. Uh, Margaret Robbie is in talks to star in Ghost in the Shell. DreamWorks has been developing a live-action Ghost in the Shell adaptation for several years. Rupert Sanders signed on to direct in January. The report uh, 
The Rap Reports. That's a that's a mouthful there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Who is she? I don't know she, who she, she is. Was a, if you saw, do you ever see, um, the, what's that, um, The Wolf of Wall Street? No. Okay, she played Leo, Di- Leo DiCaprio's uh, uh, blonde wife in that movie, his second wife. But she's she's been in several movies, but that's like the most popular movie she's been in. She's gorgeous, and she's from Australia, you know, the island of criminals. And yeah. um, she's, she's a damn good actress, man, and she is stunning. If they're going to get her to play the major, I don't know what to say. I really don't. She's got a... Uh, she's she's definitely in shape for it. <laughs> I would say that, and um, you know, granted, I always thought that the major would be played by someone like Asian, but granted, she's she's got a body that's you know artificial, so yeah. uh, they could pretty much get any woman to play the major, basically. So uh, if anything, it doesn't actually. I, I guess in the report, it doesn't specify who she's playing, but uh, I'm assuming it's possibly the major at this point. I guess we'll see. But um, yeah, that's 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 what they're that's what they're kind of speculating. So wow, okay. That's cool. Yeah, it's so a, it's gonna. Uh, they're looking. Yeah, they're they're looking probably sometime in 2016. It looks like maybe when this will come out. So that'll be some good stuff there. So uh, yeah, thank you for that breaking news, Solbro. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> and thank you everyone for posting. Uh, this is uh, you know like always. If you have any um, news articles you'd like to post, always go to the news listener submitted news articles thread in the Gundam section of the Mecha Talk forum. And uh, before we get into our first and only segment this uh, this episode, we'll just let you know at the end, we're not going to be doing any mailbag because uh, kind of the call-in shows this, this version of the mailbag. So <laughs> we'll uh, we'll pick that up in episode 151. So, Solbro, anything before we get on to our first uh topic here no man i'm excited to talk to the, i'm i'm excited to face the to face the public no problem all right well we'll be we'll be back in a little bit you're listening to gundam at mahq In a world where vivid flashbacks can strike without warning. In a world where a submissive adolescent must pilot a giant humanoid robot to save humanity. In the same world where a two-legged quadruped can run leisurely at the speed of sound with the aid of jewelry. Only one podcast can discuss this with their sanity intact. And this is not that podcast. www.ssapodcast.com The Ass Backwards Anime Podcast. Oh wait, I was supposed to use that voice in the beginning. Uh, Let's go again. The Anime Addicts Anonymous Podcast presents Bedtime Stories with Chiaki. So, I get to my school, where I'm teaching, and I decided to wear a skirt. So I'm walking to my school, and my school has this deck thing that we go up to get into the school. And I'm walking, and I trip. And I fall, face first, ass in the air, 
and my skirt goes up to my shoulders and my ass is facing the parking lot and there's a car there with a parent in it and my ass is just hanging out it was a, a real life moe moment someone might need to pay a visit to the church of mitsugi i can just say that i've i've actually fell and given a panty shot for more Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, visit www.aaapodcast.com or iTunes. End of discussion! Debate is over. You will write a formal apology. I will what? A formal apology. You will kowtow. You will step and fetch. Frank, if you think you can get me. Get used to it. It's the way of the world. If you're so hot on discipline, then gun damn it, start by accepting mine. Because contrary to popular opinion, I'm the head <laughs> in charge. Come on, let's get something to eat. You really think you're bad, don't you? Alright everyone, uh, welcome back to episode 150. This is our first segment of Gundam. This is going to be the call-in show. We haven't done this in a while, so uh, this will be getting, before we go into anything else, we'll just get to the first uh, couple of people we got going. So, Solbro, who do we have uh, up to speak, uh, ask us some questions? Well, we have on deck our first two contestants. We've got Daniel Mason, the great-grandfather of, uh, of, of Howard Mason, and we've got Xavier, a.k.a. the uh, the suspicious red lamp and i am pulling them in now let's see here it is good to do this again it's scary but it's good <laughs> stream how y'all doing tonight man i hope y'all having a good time and uh thank you all right. for coming out let's yeah i think it's working hey there he is so that's i don't hear Solbro though that's the only thing i don't hear oh i'm not coming through Whoa, what the well that's bad can you hear me I can hear you. Oh, Who is this? Yeah. This is Xavier, the French Canadian. Okay. My bad. My Skype was on mute, but there we go. The recording okay. got Okay, I was wondering why I kept so, uh, once again, Solbro, um, some type of difficulty. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm going through all this, and I don't hear anybody hear, saying something back to me. So, <laughs> But Solbro... I'll just give it a quick. Uh, once again, we'll just. Start no, no, over. no, no. You're good. You're good. It, it's we're we're, we're, so, we're every, everything everything recorded. So by all nope. means, continue. <laughs> all right. So uh, who? Sorry, guys. Wait, wait a sec. You got to try again for Daniel Mason. Apparently. I don't know. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm Dave, here. oh, Mason made it. Awesome. All right. So we have Daniel and Xavier. Cool. Um. All right. I guess uh, Xavier's. Or actually, you know what, Daniel? Since you're had so many difficulties, why don't we let you go first? Okay. Um. My question is. Uh. What. Um pop culture genres are you burned out on are you burned out on zombies are you burned out on the you know anime harem what comes to your mind when you just think of pop culture burnout ah oh, what am i burnt out on hipsters i'm definitely burnt <laughs> out on hipsters Jesus. um Already but that's that's kind of well kind of where i live that's probably, probably one of the issues you know what I, I think one of the things i'm getting a little burnt out about and, and it kind of pains me because i like to see old-timey stuff Mm -hmm. But kind of the period pieces, it seems like, you know, 
since we've had like Mad Men and all that, you're going to start getting a lot more of these things. And you know, I, I you have that. I, I haven't seen that, but that one that's on Showtime. Oh, you're talking about Masters, Masters of Sex? Yeah. It just lo- it just doesn't look interesting. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that would be my biggest thing right now. Would probably be the period pieces because you got to do those with extra care. You just can't do it just because it's a hot new thing. So, so bro. Uh, as for me, oh, God. Um, uh, hey, by the way, is someone near a fan or something? It's blowing back. Oh, you're, my- you're hearing mine, probably. So, sorry, no problem. Yeah. But as as for uh, the genres I'm burnt out on, uh, we're getting there with zombies. <laughs> we're getting there. Um, you would think. Well, the be- easy the easiest way with that is just stop watching The Walking Dead. That's what I did. So. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I don't even think it matters with The Walking Dead. I mean, sci-fi's got. Not only do they have another zombie asylum piece of crap uh, zombie nation but now they got some docudrama series where it's like a bunch of rednecks living in post zombie apocalypse and they're like zombie exterminators or whatever mm-hmm. it's, it's just kind of ridiculous <laughs> oh okay the yeah. only good thing about The Walking Dead is the video games anyway and I mean like the telltale video games well I would imagine that's, the comic is I good hear. too <laughs> yeah well, the comic has well, gotten just to the point it's the same thing Rick and company find place to hold up yeah uh, yeah. They secure a place. They have a couple people get bitten. Then they run into a rival group. Rival group and them fight. Oh, yeah. Pla- place they secured gets compromised. Party loses 20% of the people. They have to uproot and go somewhere else. And it's, you know, five or six issues of them wandering around. Oh, okay. So, it, it, it's right. just gotten to the cycle with the comic. God damn. All right. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I thought, I thought, uh, and maybe, maybe Robert Kirkman's spending way too much time uh, doing the TV show and not focusing on keeping the comic more invincible. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. He's working on other comics besides The Walking Dead. That's right. Holy shit. Well, man. Um, yeah, zombies. I would say is one of them. Uh, other than that, you know, it's not so much. Fighting games? No, no. <laughs> no I, I went through I was a. to see if I could I, trick you. I, I went through a. I went through a it. drought for fighting games, so I I am good on that for now. Um, but uh, maybe the whole trend of the young novel getting adapted into movies. Oh, but then that, again, yeah, definitely. I shouldn't speak because I am loving this resurgence of comic book movie, comic book related movies. So, you know, I, and I know some people Surgeons, are already. What do you mean? Well, what, what, what was the first? What was the first thing of comic book movies? <laughs> what, when it, Outside of Superman, comic book movies died. They died a terrible death in the mid '90s with Batman and Robin. They uh, died for a while, and then they came back uh, from the yeah, grave. There weren't, there weren't that. There weren't that many there back then, though. There, there was, was there what, was enough. There was Batman, uh-huh. Superman, mm-hmm. the nineteen no, ninety ninety one movie Captain America. Yeah, that, that oh, and God. the the yeah. Punisher. The Punisher. The, like, as we mentioned, the Batman movies. There was yeah, uh, nothing. Nothing. Right. Oh, God. Nothing's better than Punisher Warzone. That's the <laughs> most perfect <laughs> movie that, ever. That was that was that was the that was the two thousand. So that was well when we were, when we were still. So, Amazing movie. We that were movie within. is amazing. That is my that is my Street Fighter. That is uh, <laughs> show has Street Fighter. I have Punisher Warzone. That is just an amazing freaking movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also had the Blade movies, but most people didn't even realize that those were comic book movies. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, okay. The first two Blade movies were actually quite good. Still, oh, it's Trinity yeah, yeah, that kind of bites the bullet. Yeah, and the, and the second was directed by Guillermo del Toro, Toro and he directed uh, his ass man. off for that one. Our, our, that's right, that's right, man. He's the dude. <laughs> 
Yes. But yeah, I, I would I can't say there's too many genres I'm sick of, but then again, I've never been too subscribed to the young adult novel um motif so i haven't really seen one of those movies that have done anything for me and i've been dragged to quite a few except for maybe harry potter and that's about it so uh, i'm just like a ya books period because like every time i go to a barnes and when i when uh freaking twilight was coming out like you go to a barnes and nobles and literally there was a section titled teen vampire drama wow <laughs> that's that's uh and, and, and you had like six like knockoff vampire books mm-hmm. that had covers close enough to you know the 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 twilight books mm-hmm. but not you know just far enough <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much the the transmorphers of ya books <laughs> yeah god damn uh they're not showing any signs of stopping they're even digging up old ones like the uh What's that one that just came out the other day with Jeff Bridges, The Giver? They're digging up the old ones. Although that, oh, yeah. that's a decent book, though. But um, then there's a. Uh... There are a couple that deserve it. Yeah. But then there are just some that are just like, like who the hell thought of the Maze Runner? I don't and know. apparently that's supposed to be set up for a trilogy. Oh, yeah. All of them are being set up for franchises nowadays. What, what I don't understand, it's all turning oh. like best novel and like in movies. And they all just kind of look bland. They all don't come out as good as they're supposed to be. And people reading a book are complaining about it. But it doesn't seem that good just going by the, the main dystopian story. Future. It, it, yeah. you know, dystopian future with teen rebel leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no tires or mohawks. Or I know, man. How dare That's they? That's not a dystopian future I want to. We're be. waiting for the well, new we Mad are Max getting, movie. Yeah, we are getting the new Mad Max, which uh, yeah, but I'm, I got a feeling it's not going to be oh, no. as mohawky. Mohawkian? Is that what you tried to say? <laughs> mohawkian is as I. Not enough guys wearing like, tires and swinging chains from the side of a car going oh. 300 miles an hour while wearing eyeshadow. I mean, going through on. the desert. <laughs> And no goggles. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, all right. Well, hey, well, I guess we should let... Uh, thank you. Thank Mr. you, Daniel. Daniel Mason. I guess we'll let Mr. Savior go with his question. Go for it, sir. Um, yeah, sure. If you don't mind, I got I got two questions, but one of them is the quickest. Very quick. Ro- it's oh, only yeah. to uh, yeah, Sobro anyway. Hey, man, did you okay. got the car fixed? Yeah, my, my car is fixed again. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to give some backstory on that, Xavier was actually in town. And uh, my car was over. Weeks ago. Yeah, my car started to overheat when I was leaving out here to come to go see him. So I couldn't make it out to International Drive, which is the tourist trap here in Orlando, to go see Xavier. And I was really sorry about that. And Xavier, man, oh, oh, I hope you had a good time down here uh, when you came oh, to the did, theme though. parks. Oh, we did, That's not a question. The did, Orlando man. is pretty great. I'm planning to come back a couple of years down the line, maybe do the road trip. So, <laughs> yeah, all, yeah. All, Canadi- all Canadians go to Florida. I hope they sure do. And all Canadians retire to Florida, too. <laughs> well, that's... They snowbird here. That's what they do. And then, and then and then they have the sense to go back up during the winter. I mean, sorry, not during the winter, but during the summer, which yeah. I, I wish I could escape this damn state during the winter. During the summer, I mean. That's what my grandma used to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, well, over, here, over here, you know, it's hot, but it's not as humid, so it's kind of good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Well, what's your other question, sir? My real question, though, and I mean, Daniel can p- put in some of his input because I practically talked during his segment. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my question is, if you were in Gundam Bill Fighters, Gundam Bill Fighters Try, which mobile suit would you pick? Would you change the name? Would you sw- swap some parts? Would you do a pay- paint scheme? You could 
think about it for a while. I could go with mine first. It's really simple. You get the Dragon Gundam, you get just a little bit more gun on it, and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know the one I would pick is uh, I, I've always liked Zeta. the the, the Muram, Muramase. Um, I'd like to get the Zeta, oh, yeah. but the Zeta is also a lot of trouble to use too. Um, the Zeta really can be only used efficiently by by certain people, new types, and I'd like to have a suit that's not new type specific. Well, it's gonna, I, I wouldn't it's be gonna in. build fighters. It's, yeah, it's that, build you fighters. Don't, you, you don't yeah. need to be set up to do the that, new types. That is true. <laughs> if, it's, if it's build fighters, the Moonlight Butterfly was defeated by a souped up Gian. So come on, man. <laughs> You're yeah, right. So it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely fake. You you, you guys you guys trump me. Um, I'll tell you what. I, I would I still would get a Marasame, but painted uh the colors of the Valkyrie uh the the uh skull cool. the skull Valkyrie from um from 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 Macross. So you I would transfer like, the si- Yes, that's what I'm. That's what I would plug do. it in the system. The system crashes. Is like franchise infringement yeah. alert. <laughs> Harmony Gold coming. <laughs> Holy shit. Harmony Gold lawsuit incoming. I don't want them on my front doorstep. <laughs> you have a subpoena. <laughs> <laughs> Yazi writes, Sober wants a Ryu Zaku. You douche. <laughs> By the way, I just want to remind us. No shoes. <laughs> I want to remind the stream that's watching live right now, please, uh, if you want to join the conversation on Skype, I need you to send me a message so I can put you in the queue for people we're going to be pulling in tonight. So if you don't send me a message, that means you're going to be at the bottom of the list uh, the longer you take to send one. So please do. And Neo, uh, t- uh, I-, I toss the question to you. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Well, I guess since it's build fighters, I'd have to just put a bunch of ridiculous stuff on something I like. So mm-hmm. I'd probably take original strike and I'd probably give it maybe the Exia, the blades, you know, the, the, the blade things that it had, like the shield and all that. Seven blade, uh, seven blade strike Gundam? <laughs> yeah, seven blade strike Gundam. Yeah, definitely. Why not? Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe the. Um, what one had so rich uh god there there was a Gundam that had a backpack gun that kind of which it which would one? hide it would hide I'm trying to remember right now there's so many of these damn things you have uh, any idea how little that sums it down <laughs> are you t- are you talking like in double like the GN the GN field that they used to block communication or you're talking about something else no like a backpack that was actually you had like a cannon in the back there but it would but it would only oh the freaking satellite cannons from the X oh okay. oh yeah I'd that's have right. a satellite, satellite cannon, cannon? Back then. that's not yeah. exactly hidden Neo. Well, it's kind of hidden. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I'll no. have the double X one because you get, you know, two, <laughs> two's better than one. Yeah, but they, they would, they would recess to the back of the, okay. you know, they, they weren't always like the gun cannon or something like that. So you'd have that. So, yeah. yeah. And then maybe just, uh, for shits and giggles, uh, some type of, uh, little wave rider to, to, you know, one of the sledge. Like a powered up sled, just to hmm. you know, use it as a drone type of thing a with funnels. Guns. Yeah, with <laughs> funnels. Nice. Else it's it's, it's going to build fighters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then paint it uh, red and gold, shiny <laughs> oh, red and gold. Oh God! <laughs> Six times faster! Whoa! The, the sky's the limit, sir. The sky's the limit. <laughs> you, 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 you just basically blind your opponent before you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god what is this this ah, satellite cannon up the ass you know well you don't want to be like that guy with the uh gold uh double x who had what like nine or ten x bits 
who no, no. like I, I literally I looked up the conversion kit that that guy had to use for those bits for those high grade bits. And it's like it's like a two or it's like a hundred or hundred fifty dollar conversion kit or something like resin. So like Ragey blew up like a thousand dollars worth of 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 gunpla a gunpla in that fight for the championship bout. Good lord. <laughs> Someone did the math. <laughs> I just I was curious about it. I looked it up. I nice. looked it up on like Amiyami or whatever. That's freaking. So, that's freaking right. crazy, man. Well, uh, if anything, fellas, uh, if you guys if you Thank guys you. Uh, have, think of any other questions, uh, uh, if you guys want to be put down to the bottom of the uh, the queue again, if we've got time for it, I will we'll pull well, you guys back in. But go ahead, go ahead. Uh, can I answer his question since he did kind of yeah. throw it to me? Yeah, please. Yeah. Do, please. Um, I, I, well, uh, for build fighters, I mean, if you were part of the Facebook group, I did do my custom civilian astray mm-hmm. yeah. with the huge ass sword. That's a cool one. And, uh, currently I'm doing a, uh, a master, I'm doing my first master gate conversion, uh, strike eye wisp. Okay. Like all offensive, man. That's there freaking awesome, dude. I saw that, I, by the way, and I, that, that's a pretty cool custom, man. Freaking uh, Daniel is also one of our resident uh, model builders, as well as one of our mods at the uh, Facebook group for, uh, for MAHQ, man. Thank you for your work, by the way, man. You guys do great work on the boards, man. <laughs> I know it's a Not lot of home. trouble, man. I know it is. <laughs> All the, the power of Stay in line. <laughs> Crack we the whip. are watching. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Daniel's watching you. That's what's up. <laughs> but uh thank you fellas for being a part of this um and if anything we have time later to bring you guys back into the call we will but uh thank you guys i'll, I'll go ahead and let you guys go and uh Congra- congratulations on your 150 episode guys uh keep the good run hey thank you very Thanks. much for the the kind words man yeah. i really appreciate it and thank you. i'll go ahead and let you guys go y'all have a good night right. have a good night all right, Soul Bro. So, uh, who do we have up next? Next, we in. have, uh, sorry, Chris, and we have Arbiter Gundam, aka okay. Robert. So, we're going to pull those cats in now. Let's see here. Chris and Arbiter. Let's see here. Let's get these guys in here. Let's see if they're going to beam in. Testing one, two. Let's check the stream. Major says, congrats in the chat. And we've got, uh, shout out to Xavier and Zaldrin and Yup and everybody who's watching Alex too. Uh, Chris as in, uh, Alex, just answer your question. Chris as in Chris Mallard. And speaking of the devil, he's beaming in now. Arbiter Gundam, how you doing tonight? Ah, uh, well, I thought a lot about my question and no, I, it's not going to be a Macross question. I couldn't oh. think of a good one. <laughs> Yasu says this ain't the Macross podcast. He says, <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> he's too dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, I think I've got a pretty good one here. Okay, so if you were trapped in a room with no way out, who would you rather spend the night with? HAL 9000 from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Skynet from Terminator. GLaDOS from the Portal games. The M5. Oh. Or, um, crap, I forgot what the fifth one was. Was uh, Was it Sharon Apple? Yeah, we'll go with Sharon Apple. <laughs> then that would, that would definitely be my pick right off the bat. What was what was the second to last one? Because I got HAL nine thousand, Skynet, M five uh, something. It, you cut out when you said M five. Fortis, M five, Glados, and Glados. Sharon Apple. M five thousand. Gosh, and suicide's not an option. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> You forgot, you forgot to bring your suicide pill. Well, yeah, yeah. Cool. well, you actually forgot to preference that, so I, I'm actually giving you the benefit of the doubt because you have to preference that on all these things because mm-hmm. uh, I will immediately go to suicide. Um, 
<laughs> so <laughs> note to everyone that's got that question. Oh God. Um, I guess probably maybe Sharon Apple because she just can sing me to my death. You know, <laughs> sing sing a sweet song to me as before I get killed. There you go. Because that's what she did to Macross City. So we're trying to. Sure. So go in arms wide open. And bro. Uh, it is also uh, it is also uh, Macross Plus's twentieth anniversary this year, if I remember correctly. That's right. That's because um, the series premiered in uh, what? Oh, wait, when Macross Plus? You said. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Has it been 20 years? Man. Yep. 94. Oh, God. And Macross 7, too. God damn, we're old. <laughs> Macross, Macross, Macross Plus has been around for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Macross Plus is kind of the... It's kind of like the, the, the anime version of The Wire. Like, a lot of people always talk <laughs> about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how many people have actually seen it. <laughs> <laughs> When they, when they talk about anime, oh, I love Backcross Plus. Really? Have you seen it? Which one's that? It's just kind of like The Wire. Oh, I love The Wire. Yeah, that's, that's great. What about that season four? Are you, uh, yeah, you, the one with the drug dealer. No. You're too no. funny. Yeah. Actually, I was in GameStop the other day, and I had one of my Macross shirts on that I'd gotten from the the Macross World Con. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lady at the desk actually said, uh, is that a Macross Plus shirt? I haven't seen that in ages. Whoa, what? Like, well, no, it's more general Macross, but yeah, Macross Plus is still awesome. Mm-hmm. That's freaking cool that she actually recognized it as a, what, does it say Macross Plus on it? Of, uh, off, uh, uh, on the actual front, or does it like show a symbol? Like the, it's, uh, it's a spoof of that MLB uh, t-shirt. Mm-hmm. It says oh. uh, 100% pure Macross, except no substitutes. What? <laughs> Yo, that, that's pretty uh, dope, that's, man. Plus it's zero. <laughs> you can substitute zero. <laughs> Especially the last three episodes. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, thank you for the awesome question, man. And uh, Christopher, Christopher Mallet, how are you doing tonight, sir? Hello? Hey, man, how you, uh, you you coming in? Yeah, I am. Uh, it's actually Rob Mallard. Oh, and, Rob. Uh, hey, Rob, how you doing? Good, how are you? Yo, man, it's it's the Philly Gundam fan, son. <laughs> yes, it is. Why does it, why does it say Christopher? Is that your brother? That's his, his brother. brother's here as well. Oh, yeah. so oh, I'm okay. not active on the forums, but I'm on the Facebook group. And Yo, I, we, got a, know, we got a two-for-one deal? Busy. <laughs> some people are busy. <laughs> we got a two-for-one oh, deal. Me, I know. <laughs> are you, you do. You got a twofer on this one. You got, that's are, all right. Are you guys are twins, by the way, right? We are, yep. Identical twins. Yes, wow. Holy shit! Yeah. That, that's what, y'all sound exactly the same too, but no problem. That's awesome. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the stream and the and the live chat, man. Uh, I guess I should ask Rob. What, what's your first question? Okay. Um, first, congratulations. Uh, we've been listening since 2007, and it's Ooh. been great ever since. Since the beginning, since the since the black and white is that days. The, is that yeah. the beginning? Yeah, man. October 20, 2007, oh, wow. man. We're coming up onto our. Uh, we're, we're going to be completing our seventh year uh, really soon, so it's 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 pretty cool to be going this long. Yeah, it got us through college, so it was pretty great. Were you doing drinking games to all the the uh, the hours long double uh, uh, O and Macross reviews? <laughs> no, but we were listening to it on the way to to college parties in our car. We were like, "Man, let's listen to some Gundam because tonight we are we're gonna drink and and that'll be great." <laughs> uh, let's do some nerd I, stuff before we get ripped. <laughs> I, I, I could I could see how listening to some of our episodes. It would probably cause you to drink. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, only, only for the laughs. Only for the only for oh, the. Okay. Stuff. Um, so my question is, uh, what? It, it's off topic a little, but uh, what's your guys' favorite place to go on vacation? Um, 
I just would like to know more about you guys in like a friend way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I appreciate the question. Um, <laughs> I've come to enjoy going to the West Coast for uh for Comic Con and uh, I've been been to San Diego three times and I really enjoyed it there. It's it's a it's a nice city. It's an expensive city, but it's nice. And I'm just thrilled that in the summer, um, That's expensive as LA. Yeah, well, yeah, not <laughs> expensive as LA, uh, but so, uh, surprisingly <laughs> so. But uh, it's just the fact that their summers are completely different than the summers here in Orlando. Um, it's nice and cool when you stand in the shade. Um, it doesn't rain all that much. I mean, granted, that comes with its own set of problems, but um, it's a beautiful city, and I've been enjoying to go. I mean, that's really the only other place I've gone on vacation over the last couple of years is Houston, and and that's where my in-laws live. And as, as much as I like visiting them, that city is relentlessly hot, and it's just as humid as it is here. So, and 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 traversing the city by car is is the sprawling highways in Houston are, are no fun, no fun at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's, go ahead go ahead neil no i was gonna say for a note Solbro, if you if you want to go to san diego when it's a little cheaper mm-hmm. don't go comic-con weekend that would make sense right because <laughs> i will tell you this much san diego is such a great city when it comes to that stuff if you don't go comic-con weekend you can you can just go out and eat and and have fun like in downtown gaslight district and all that oh yeah for a fraction of the cost but that that whole week of when Comic-Con comes rolling in because they, they jack everything up. And a lot of the locals downtown, they actually leave. So, um, But, yeah, I, I would suggest that. Don't go. It, <laughs> ne- yeah. s- the next time you have a chance to go when it's not Comic- Comic-Con weekend. So. That's true. And, and you'll really you'll – because really, there's so much other cool stuff to do there like uh, the zoo, Legoland, um, a lot of other cool stuff down there. So. True. Yeah, my – my work's going out for uh, to San Diego for a conference, and it's only like a Sunday. And we're here on the East Coast. We're in Philadelphia. Yeah. But um, they're going to be out there, and I was like, maybe I should go. And then I realized it would be during the Chargers game. So I was oh, like, I'm shit. not even – there's no point. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Also, shout-out to Nick the Stampede. He reminds me that uh, on, on, on uh, my honeymoon, um, I went with my wife to Vegas and met up with, his, uh- <laughs> with Nick and his wife there at Vegas. Of course, everybody knows I went to Evo that weekend, but that was a dope-ass <laughs> time. I gotta say that was a really cool you're vacation. You're truly Marion Daigo. Oh, you fucking! <laughs> you're truly Marion Daigo. The whole thing with Jen is a sham. It's, oh, it's truly, that's right, man. Truly, I, you and Daigo. I got, my, I got my ring to prove it. No, I, you are truly <laughs> Mister Solbro, right here. Vegas is a, Vegas is a cool city, man. We, was, we, go ahead for a couple of days. I, I was about to say that's uh, that's my favorite place to go. You need to go out with us sometime, man, because uh, it gets you pretty wild. When you're, you should let me know when you're there because that that's. <laughs> That's kind of a area I go to too, but um, yeah, it's just a drive away for Neo. So if anything, <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit more than a drive away. It's yeah. a four hour drive, but it's still yeah. it's we still always kind of worth it. Have they built yeah. that train yet? That's supposed to take people straight there from <laughs> no. uh, L.A. So that man, oh god, that 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 that's probably a pipe dream. Dude. Oh, that, dude, I don't probably. know why they just don't make it, dude. That would be the shit. I mean, it makes nice. Yes. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Oh my God, you know we 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 built railroads across this great country. Actually, actually, if you time if you time it right, uh huh. Well, that was before like labor laws and stuff. <laughs> That's and true. using and, use, and using poor immigrants from China and Southeast Ooh. Asia to do our bidding. <laughs> poor yeah. Chinese, young Asian boys. Yeah, all those the young, young Asian boys. boys. <laughs> yeah, Solcon's I, back in the building. <laughs> 
I guess uh, I guess for me when it comes to vacation, I haven't been able to really go on a long one in a while. I used to, when I lived on the East Coast, I used to come out to the West Coast or go out to the Caribbean and stuff like that. But, um, you know, probably the last couple of years because it's been kind of busy, but I still make time for it. Luckily enough, I live on the beach, so I, I, that's always kind of like having a vacation, even on the weekend. But I'll head down to San Diego, out to Vegas. I'll go up to um, up to, uh, towards a friend of mine's up in uh, Ventura. Uh, up in there. Um, I actually do like going back now kind of to the East Coast mm-hmm. since I'm on the West Coast because I like going out <laughs> to like D.C. or Baltimore and uh, New York and places like that. So <laughs> You know what? I, I, I've never been to Philly. Oh, I'll be honest with you. Really? I'm, wow. No, it's one of the few big cities I've been to. I've been like You've been to New Boston York, and all that shit. Boston, New York, D.C., um, Chicago, Atlanta, you know, Dallas, Houston, all those big cities. I had never been to, I've never been to Philly. We get a bad reputation, but, but it is actually a really nice city. And there's a lot. <laughs> no, you know what? I actually, I actually know somebody that they, um, they, they commute to Philly. I forget where he, I forget exactly what part of Pennsylvania he lives, but he kind of commutes in a little bit. And, um, he says it's actually really nice and he's, he's actually offered, you know, for me to come out a few times, I just, it just hasn't worked with schedule. Yeah, I, I would go. I mean, I just, I just never, for whatever reason, just never had a chance to go to Philadelphia. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, overseas, I, I mean, if I wanted to leave and eventually when I get time, maybe, maybe back to like uh, the UK and stuff like that, Europe, it's always kind of nice. Okay. I, w- I would actually mind going down to um, uh, Brazil. Wow. I gotta see that. I gotta see what's going on down there. Play some Call of Duty the- there. Nice. Yeah. Go, yeah. go for Carnival. <laughs> and, and maybe, uh, and maybe to where the drop bears live. Oh come on! <laughs> I see an actual drop bear. I want to see a drop bear. I'm sure you do. Hey, take some LSD and you'll definitely see them. But uh, <laughs> and, and don't bring my wallet down. No so, doubt. But Major says. The, Major says oh. the uh, the food market in Philly is the shit. Yes, it that's is. What I've heard. Oh. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> Well, I mean Philly sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is it, Geno's? And then there's that other one. The, there's like oh, the two that are, are across the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pat's. Those are real touristy. They, they all taste the same pretty much. I mean, all over the city. I'm, but I'm people sure make they a big do. deal. And Pat's is like notoriously racist. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, but yeah. They're, it's, oh, it's the worst. Ugh. What? Walking past that place on Saturday night, it's like, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> man, that's unfortunate. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's unfortunate a lot of times when you go to these places. Yeah. You know, especially these restaurants that they build up it's it's kind of like you know i think it's because your perception is much higher than what it actually ends up being still good though i i personally really like going out to vegas uh i went out there last year and man oh man was that a wild time it's like a video game out there and it's like it's literally (laughs) insane i i rented a porsche and we drove around the desert and then we went to a firing range and we used an aug and like a scar and stuff it was crazy and it's the only place in the world where copious amounts of drinking are, are not only tolerated but encouraged i i slept outside the one night that not my proudest moment <laughs> actually you actually you actually sleep when you go there because i every time i go there i never ever sleep like oh, last man. time i went a few months ago me and my friend it was like on a whim it was like a friend of ours is a friend of ours is out there and he's like hey i'm in vegas and i go to my friend I'm like, you want to go? And he's like, sure. So we left. We left L.A. at 
man, maybe nine o'clock at night at night, and then get into Vegas. We stopped a few times and didn't get into Vegas till like one thirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's when everything did, started. Didn't, up. Even, didn't even bother. We just like parked the car <laughs> and like met with Fred. There, there are they're, like him and a bunch of his friends are all like they're all wasted. So <laughs> we just start going out and like, and we didn't even go to sleep. They didn't go to sleep the first day. I think Damn. the next day, next day we went to sleep for a couple hours, and then because there's just. There's two, but because the thing, the only you can do that doing Vegas because it's only you, really after three days you want to leave. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like do. okay, I'm done. Let's get out of here. So. Sober might enjoy this story from personal experience being around that area, mm-hmm. uh, going there, and you too, Neo. I fr- I always remember Neo uh, Sobra going there because of the podcast. That was awesome. But uh, I I went to Coyote Ugly at New York, New York, and my friend was like, "Dude, we got a pregame before we get in there." So he gets like, three Sierra Nevada IPAs with like ten percent ABV, mm-hmm. and like down these real quick, and I, I drink them in like three <laughs> minutes. That was after having like a PBR Tall Boy. And I go in there, I'm like, this is awesome, let's keep going. <laughs> and then it's literally like a Breaking Bad episode. All of a sudden it was like Flash, and I imagine myself like how I would direct this as a television episode of that, where I'm like, all of a sudden I'm just outside, it's like daylight, and I'm behind the Aria Casino, and just look up, and I was like, how the hell did I get back here? <laughs> and I had no shoes on, I gave those oh. away at some point, and, and then... Oh, that's not good. That's <laughs> Then it was like the worst day ever too. It was supposed to be the best day there because then I go back to the hotel room. I'm like, yo, dude, I don't know what happened. So then we wake up five hours later. It's dinner time and we're going to Gordon Ramsay's Steakhouse. Ooh. It's just super nice out there. Yeah. And I'm like, where are my dress shoes? And he's like, I don't know, man. And then I look at my socks and there's holes in them. And I'm like, oh, God, that's what happened to him. I threw him out. You don't get socks, sock holes from gravel with your wearing <laughs> shoes. And then I, I'm sitting there at Gordon Ramsay's. I'm trying to eat this uh, beef Wellington, which is like served rare. I'm just sitting there like a champ, like, oh god, I can't do this, but it's so good. I need to eat it all. It was, it was not one of my proudest. Moments. <laughs> cool story. <laughs> well, if, if wow. you ever want like strong drinks, go to that. You, you know where the quad is? It's up across from like up by like Caesar's Palace. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, that's a great place because that's where like all the de- de- degenerate uh, drunken alcohol uh, gamblers. Alcoholic oh, gamblers go, and the drinks are so <laughs> strong there. They're so absolutely strong. It's crazy. But nice. yeah, it, it's just funny too. Like, if- oh, oh, um, uh, <laughs> do you mind uh-oh. if I pay, uh, do you mind if I pass it to uh, huh? Chris? Oh yeah, no, not at all. Neo, you Neo, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, it's your oh, audio. Okay. You already dropped that for just a moment. Sorry about that. Thanks, guys. Here's Chris. <laughs> all right, I'll, well, I'll keep this short. Um, <laughs> go ahead, so, Chris. Uh, Hypothetically, let's say tomorrow Disney announces, you know, we've we've bought the rights to Gundam and not only are we going to, you know, distribute all the shows, we're going to make our own uh, musical a la The Lion King, like Frozen, on a scale of Bro. 1 to 10. <laughs> ten, 10 being how, how, 10 being the most ecstatic. How What would you rate yourself on? Well, man, I mean, Sunrise, I guess if they just bought Gundam, not Sunrise, the entire company? Yeah. yeah okay, if they just bought Gundam, I don't know, I'd be a little bit weirded out because Gundam is such a Japanese product that to see an American company take it over, I, I don't know exactly which way it would go. Now, Disney's been pretty cool as of recently with the Lucasfilm license and the Marvel license, and they've been letting them, you know, do what they normally do. And granted, I would imagine they would let, you know, whatever people they got for Gundam do whatever they do. But if they're going to l- try to make a series that that's uh, more localized, more Disney-fied. 
I would be willing to give it a shot. You know, I would go into it thinking that, okay, this is going to be highly Americanized, so I better not be expecting the same old song and dance that I'm usually used really? to for Gundam. You'd still, ex- you'd still expect that from them? I, I, I don't see Disney like that anymore. I think I see them being a little bit more hands off, a um, little bit more uh, open about trying to make maybe Americans embrace Gundam a little bit more. Granted, they might. I'm not saying there wouldn't be issues where they wouldn't um, make some concessions, but I could the Disney that we have now. I think lends it out to a little bit more where that whole like thing of Disneyfication that you used to hear, I don't see it as much anymore. It's like, you know, they just make it so tidy and nice and everything and, and, and part of their thing. I, I, I would be like always, you'd be cautiously optimistic. But the thing is, is if Disney's going out to buy in something like this, the license to that, mm-hmm. they have some plans to it. And there, and there's some reason why, and there's probably some respect to the actual source material that um, I, I, I think it would be okay. I th- I, but again, once again, it'd be like all this other stuff. It just depends who they attach to these projects and stuff like that. So. Yeah. To me, I, I, think any it, world- I think it would work. I mean, I think it would be okay. I, I would yeah. hope so. To, to me, any world where woodland creatures are, are working on repairing Gundams and Eldon John is singing the soundtrack <laughs> to the to the to the movie or the series, the world I want to live in. So I'd be totally yeah. fine with it. Like turn A yeah. on LSD then. Well, and I, I think it, well, I mean, I'm surprised you would have a problem with it, Solbro, because I think you'd you'd get the you'd get the one thing that you and your fellow white knights always want the, the oh. female the female lead Gundam pilot. <gasps> I, I, I my fellow white knights, that. bro. We need the female lead. You suck so. You suck so damn much. I swear to God. Um, I. Uh, well, you, that, you, know, that, you that, would get it with them more than you would the Japanese. The Disney Gundam princess. We finally get it, huh? That's yeah, sweet. She Jesus. lives for family and fights for love. Oh, how bad ass would that be if you had like a spoof <laughs> cartoon where the Disney princesses fight in freaking Gundams? Dude, someone needs to get on that as a drawing. Oh, that would be freaking like nuts, dude. I would love to see yeah, that on DeviantArt or something like that. All over some Ariel. <laughs> Me too, right? <laughs> Yo, that's, son. That's my favorite princess, man. <laughs> Doc writes, hashtag nah, not man. all Gundam pilots. What were you going to say, Robert? I'm sorry. Nah, man. Bell is where's that, man. Bell. <laughs> he likes his brunette, have you, have son. You seen the, have you seen those... Uh, <laughs> Those caricatures of um, the princess, I guess some like Italian cartoonists did some uh, updated things. They made them like kind of like made the girls kind of like a little harder edge. Some of the Disney princesses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Uh, I saw it's that. actually kind of yeah, cool. Edge. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, you could have uh, Jasmine running or, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mulan running around in the Dragon Gundam. Just reuse the animation. Get a. Uh, Jasmine in one of those like uh, forklifts with the guns from uh, Double O. You're good. I, I the animation. Not that good Disney animation. <laughs> for features. Bottom line. <laughs> Cutting corners. <laughs> okay. Uh, one more quick question. Sure, Robert. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, who wins the Han Solo award? Uh, Star Lord or Rocket Raccoon? Oh, I'm gonna have to give my vote to Rocket Raccoon. Hey, he pretty much. He pretty much was told. What's the Han Solo award? Who who uh, who, who yeah, did the just best the, job? Who's the most space cowboy? I guess you could say. Yeah, uh, it's definitely the raccoon. That's right. It's <laughs> voiced by Bradley Cooper. Come on, plus he plus he can speak Groot, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like Han Solo was fluent and Wookie, man. <laughs> 
That is true. That is what's is up. Pretty, yeah, he is pretty much uh, a, f- a small furry Han Solo. Hey, speaking of speak, <laughs> speaking of which, um, for those that don't know, uh, recently on Vimeo, uh, someone dropped a uh, a new cut of uh, Empire Strikes Back called Pulp Empire. They took the Empire Strikes Back <laughs> and cut it like Tarantino would. I just watched it all how today. How dare they? It's freaking how nuts, they? dude. It's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure yeah, it's good. I, I haven't it's, seen how it. How dare you heard touch? It. The Empire Strikes Back. Dude, it, it's, it's, dare you. it's up no. for free viewing on Vimeo. If you want to download that's, it, you can even download that's it. That's fine. I'm sure it's amazing. Oh, yes. But how dare you touch <laughs> this is the fucking art. How you got to check out the uh, the Up trailer redone by uh, Michael Bay where the house <laughs> and just explode for 30 minutes. Oh, I saw that. That is ridiculous. That, this is nuts. <laughs> hey, saw, hey, everybody saw Sir Bay do the, the ice bucket challenge, right? The only way that he could do it at the beach with two... Chicks in bikinis. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think Bai Ling's ice bucket challenge kind of one up him a bit. I, didn't even, I, haven't, I haven't seen hers yet. Holy. I, now I got to see that. <laughs> she just argued with the camera for 10 minutes and then refused to do it, probably, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. lines over her while she was speaking English. Nice. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, let's just say it's kind of not safe for work. Oh, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. <laughs> that's, the, that's the talk. But, uh, <laughs> Fellas, man, it was awesome, man. I thank you guys for being on the call. Yeah, uh, thanks nice. so much, guys. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, we really appreciate it, man. Episode 150, it was a long time coming, dude. It's almost been seven years just to get to this point. We're only 50 episodes away from 200, so it's, that's a pretty good feeling, man. Zoids well, Chaotic Century, episode 100 review. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't yeah, hold my breath on that one. Guys, and uh, hopefully we'll be here doing this again when you get to 300 episodes. Hey, uh, Robert, let people know about your podcast, by the way, man, before you go. Oh, uh, yeah, I do a podcast, uh, mostly be- because I got inspired by, uh, these two fine gentlemen here. It's called, uh, Reign of Chaos. I thought it was a really awesome name, and then I realized, oh, wait, it kind of sounds like Chaos Theater. <laughs> oh, well. I guess. <laughs> but, uh, you can find it on iTunes and, uh, at, uh, uh, com. Thank you, sir. Sounds like a metal album. Hell yeah. It's, it's, it's hard as I, I think of that. I think of uh, Rain of De- or Rain of Blood by uh, freaking Slayer. Well, hey, we can't well be- actually, it's named after Warcraft Three: Reign of Chaos. Oh, but yeah. metal works too. Yo, man, we, can, we can't forget the most hardest album Whoa. that ever was, man. The Christopher Lee album, son. <laughs> killed the the blood of a thousand Saxon men. Th- that's what's up. <laughs> Freaking genius. God dang, man. That man absolute is absolute genius. He has officially done everything. Why that's not a Grammy, I don't know, but whatever. What do I know? It's awesome. Right, peace, guys. All right, fellas. Take it easy. We'll go and let you guys Thank you. Y'all have a good night. See you later. All right. So that's it for uh for, for Chris uh and uh and, and Rob and uh and also so, another Rob. And uh before we bring in the next two people, uh we have a few questions on Twitter. Let me pull it up real oh, quick. Okay. And I'll share this Twitter, with Twitter. you. Twitter questions, man. Yo, I thought I, hang on a second, I'll get it up for you as well. Let's see here. Share screens. First question. Why don't you ever why aren't you on Facebook? Well, uh, <laughs> not yet, sir. But uh, Shahid Bashir, uh, 96 on Twitter, asks, how does Aniplex stay in business with their high prices? And what are you guys willing to pay for anime? Man, that's a solid question. Um, well, I mean, if they're charging high prices and it's things that people want, mm-hmm. that's probably the reason why they're staying in business. And what we're willing to pay I don't know. I mean, I guess it's all kind of relative, but you know, 
I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've paid I've paid upwards to a uh, hundred and something bucks for shows, and uh, some I haven't paid that many for. So uh, I, I guess it just kind of depends. I mean, any probably anywhere at this point, anywhere between fifty to a hundred dollars, depending on what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that that's safe to say. I mean, for seems me, about right. For me, it comes down to this. Honestly, I, I've spent a lot of money on anime throughout the years. Bought box sets. I bought individual volumes to complete box sets, special editions, all that stuff. And I must have spent like on each one, average two hundred, just buying the individual discs. Um, at this point in time, man, anime fans are growing older, and they've got lots of bills. And I just don't. I, I understand that when you export a show, it costs money to export the show. Uh, that that goes without saying. But Anime can't cost as much to produce as, say, a full-on television series, like 24 or 5 episodes of a show, you know, like, like, um, like say, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I know it's not everybody's favorite show, but that show had a, a pretty high budget. Um, and yet, I could buy the you, box you, set, or Arrow, or Arrow even. What are you I, going with this, though? I don't re- understand this. What I'm going because... with this is that I can buy a season of Arrow or a season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for on Blu-ray for, like, Fifty nine, sixty bucks, um, okay. and anime on DVD. Now, some 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 companies like Funimation, they will re- they'll release their anime. They'll release their anime. Different business models, so you have to you got to look at the that that comparison is is apples and oranges because okay. because there's there's a whole different thing with that because Arrow is going to be released through. What is it? CW, Warner Brothers, so it, Warner Brothers. So All it's right. going to be re- released to their subsidiaries, and they get advertising revenue t- during the the showing of that show. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not speaking. I'm not o- speaking of OVAs in Japan. Yeah, I'm speaking but, of shows that air on television in Japan that also make money off of the the same model in right. Japan. Yeah, but you have it's it's a whole different thing because Funimation is not a Japanese company. They're an American company that are buying the rights. Right, just to to resell this, and so they're going out there, and they have when they, when they have to go out and get a rights to a show. Right. Let's say it's a ten thousand dollars to get the rights, so they're ten thousand dollars in the hole already just right. to get the rights. And then if they want to do the packaging and any of that stuff, maybe that's another twenty thousand dollars. So they're already twenty thousand dollars in the hole, or thirty thousand dollars in the hole now. So it's it's a little bit different because if it were if we were getting the stuff directly from the TV Tokyo or something like that, yeah. then I see your point. But you're having a separate company, just right. probably there's an like intermediary. The, yeah, there's an intermediary. Yeah. So which I I it I guess if you're looking at it from a high level or saying oh I'm able to get this. For, but it's an American television. There's nothing that they have to do with it. And they've probably already made their money off of it through, especially if it was a successful show, through their advertising. Yeah, but okay. So, well, it, with, that, with that said, what about the foreign shows that we also get on DVD and Blu-ray here? Um, there's plenty of shows that we get imported in from other countries. Um, and they don't cost nearly as much as anime does. So, you know, I just I just don't know why they have to charge so much for the prob- licenses. When, well, that's, that's the Japanese. I mean, then you need to talk to the Japanese Absolutely. companies. Why, yeah, I mean that's that's them. That I mean, and, and we know we know how their business model is and how they feel about that stuff. I mean, once again, it's apples and oranges comparing them to maybe from you know Spain or France yeah. or you know England and stuff like that. I mean, th- those that's a whole different that's a whole different thing. So I mean, it yeah, in theory, all that stuff should be. Uh, cheaper or it should, should be, be around the same price. Yeah. But if the companies that own the rights, 
and they want to charge X amount of dollars. And I know they can get it in Japan, but what works in Japan doesn't work for America, and that's that's the thing. And it doesn't work in other countries. Well, and well but they don't. But they don't care. That you, you get, see, you got to look at how all this stuff works. Right. They get. They're getting the money. See, they get the money from Funimation. I'll just use Funimation as the example. Sure. Um, TV Tokyo sells the rights XYZ show to Funimation. Mm-hmm. Funimation gives them the money for, straight up. Right. Now, now Funimation has all the risk. So if this show doesn't do well or they don't sell what they're supposed to or they don't package it correctly or however they want to do it or they sell as many units as possible, mm-hmm. then the risk is on Funimation. TV Tokyo already got their money. They may get some residuals. Sure. But when it comes to the upfront license fees, they already got their money. So, I mean, that, that's just how it works. Yeah. That's it. I mean, and you, you can't apply the American business model for television shows right. to the anime one. Nice. Uh, you, just, it's, you just can't do it. And if you're going to... And, and I, it's not just you. I hear a lot of people say this. Yeah. And it's like, it just does not work. Right. That's, that's it. I mean... You I mean, know. I, I don't expect it to change. I'm just bringing that up because it's like, well, I know shows that have far bigger okay, budgets right. than, than animes do. And yet, I'm paying twice as much for an entire season of an anime series. A, and I know there's a, a, there's a, whole there's a whole, I know it's a whole different ball a whole of wax. Different thing. But I'm just saying it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be priced that high. Um, I know re- well, the, one should, of the reasons there, why. Go ahead. There shouldn't be hunger in the world or yeah, anything know, like that. Know, so, know, but there is. I, I mean, know. there should be world peace the way, and all that stuff too. Yeah, it's just which the is way fine. it is. But the, I mean, it's it's just. That's their business model. I know this much. To answer the question, I would probably spend no more than 99 bucks for an entire series. But, um, but at this point, you mm-hmm. may not even need to because I think just like everything else with streaming services and all of that now, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's kind of not – I mean I'm kind of enjoying having streaming more sometimes oh, than because yeah. um, I don't have to store all this crap. Absolutely. And, Let's be honest. A lot of times, you may really like something and watch it once or twice, and after that, that's you it. Never watch it again. You never watch it again. <laughs> it just sits on the it just sits on the shelf, collecting so. dust. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the streaming age myself. So, but it's just that you know I do want to support anime as well. But well, when it, support. When it, I mean, yeah. The, 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 here's the thing. Yeah, you, you, it, and you're saying the same thing that everybody says. If you want to support anime, fine. Yeah. Buy buy what you want for Funimation. You're supporting Funimation because yes. That money goes – you trace it to license fees to uh, – you know, and it eventually trickles over to Japan. But for the most part, if you really want to support Funimation, we'll buy these things because yeah. you know, they need to hit certain sales marks. Because, I mean, how would you like to, how would you like to start January 1 of next year's Soul Bro? Mm-hmm. And I'll just say maybe their production costs are $100,000. You you're $100,000 in the hole, mm-hmm. and you got to make that up first before you can do anything else that's that's what they have to go through so you you could support anime by supporting the american anime companies by buying it from them if you really like something just buy it from them because you're going to keep them alive because eventually something will happen um you know there's there's going to be there's going to be something and you know stuff like netflix and all that they're i mean they got knights of sidonia and stuff like that so they uh, so just yeah just stop with i want to support anime just if you want to buy something just buy it the japanese have not changed their position they're not going to change their model yeah they're going to continue to do what they want to do look at nintendo I mean, look at look at they just refuse to. I mean, for God's sakes, the Wii U doesn't even have an Ethernet outlet. So I mean, I know you found that out the other night. <laughs> yeah, I just 
I, I mean, just, just you know, if you like something, mm-hmm. buy it because really you're supporting the company that's bringing it out because those are the companies you really need to support. Yeah. So the, because the way things work is the more they can sell, then they can start maybe haggling on the negotiations more. But the Japanese companies have, right at this point, they have the upper hand. So true by the way um and, and thank you thank you for the question shahid by the way um for those who are watching if you want to join the conversation here on um on on shin station please send me a message on skype um please just send me a simple message saying you want to join and i'll put you in the queue and the and the uh the group chat so that way we can get you in here i'm pulling in next dalo and elliot aka ea net dude he's gonna have some more figures of oh, he gonna have childhood some- childhoods right, have been killed by Lord Bay, Sir I hope, Bay. I hope he's brought the spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm good with that. Yo, Elliot, how you doing, man? Mr. Yes. Boston with happiness seeing you again. <laughs> Listen to this guy. George R. Binks is. George R. Binks is. Are you in? Uh, are you in? Are you going to be in the new um, the new Star Wars? We haven't heard. I mean, we all want to no, know. Are you... Not really. No. <laughs> no. But you're such an integral part. I mean, you were the idiot that started. Uh, basically started the Galactic Empire with saying, I think I trust this Palpatine guy, even though he's real shady. So you're not going to be in. It's embarrassing. It is. It is kind of embarrassing. Uh, ah, rude. It, you are rude. Yes, you are kind of rude. <laughs> of course. And because of that, I don't know why we wouldn't want that on uh on the new movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that will help out the lens flare. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. Jar Jar just busted into my room. I had, I had to shoot him with, with my... <laughs> did, you, did you shoot first or did he? Guys, official Star Wars news. It's going to be on Hollywood Reporter this, tomorrow morning. What's Jar Jar. Jar Jar is dead. Oh, Thank shit. you. Shit. Make sure, make, sure to, make sure to put his corpse outside in your, uh, right, 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 right next to the trash. Yo. <laughs> Yo, Welcome. <laughs> well, Elliot, welcome to the stream, and Dalo also welcome to the stream. How y'all doing, uh, Ad- Dalo? How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. Uh, of course, I would get, uh, I would get stuck. Oh, with the uh, with the floppy-eared frog. Floppy. <laughs> uh, but, sorry, did I cut out? No, it, it cut out for a uh, moment. If, if you could repeat that, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Oh. Let's just move on to the questions. No problem. Um, oh, sure. <laughs> then we'll start with yours. Go no ahead. problem, Dalo. We'll just <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I you, I noticed you've been having technical problems. I don't want to put more stress on you. No, that's cool. Uh, well, uh, I, think means. I think it's other people's internet. I'm looking forward to your mm. question, sir. Go hardwire your computers if possible, people. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, don't and don't tour it in the background. Well, well, could Elliot go first? Because um, I think my sure. question my question might actually uh, overtake and uh, lead us out. So. Please yeah, go. Sure. Oh, yeah. well, we still got we still got more people to pull in, so it won't yeah, lead us so anywhere else. <laughs> anywhere going. But so. that's fine. Elliot, what would your question be, sir? Well, first I want to say congratulations. I mean, 150 episodes plus, you know, what is it, 20 or 15 specials you guys have done over the past is seven years. Many? I mean, that's that's Gosh. pretty monumental for a podcast. It's the most consistent thing I've ever been involved in, man. And thank you very much, dude. I appreciate it. 
Even more than your marriage? I mean, come on. <laughs> Even actually, uh, I no. Think, I think our damn's lasted longer. It's, it's <laughs> oh wow! No, no, no. I take that back. My marriage, my marriage has been uh, around just a little bit longer than goddamn, just a little bit. So okay. uh, I take, I take that I, back. You I got t- married? No, I thought you got married after. Sorry, goddamn, sorry. my my relationship has been around longer than uh than goddamn. Well, that's just, just yeah. By, but the but actual, you know, when you're married, people always go by the marriage thing. So. <laughs> yeah, if, it, if it's about my marriage, then yeah, goddamn has been around almost twice as long. But uh. It, it's still cool, man. And thank you very much for the kind words, sir. Yeah, I mean, you know, 150. I, I remember on the on the 100th episode, you guys did a masterful review of Evangelion. So I'm I'm oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to episode 200, so we can finally get that Zoids review. Nice. <laughs> no, it's actually going to probably be a double shot of Zoids Rosafon. Oh wow! Oh. Holy shit! Let's yes, do it. I, I, can yeah. we can we survive that, bro? <laughs> You will see the tears of time. Oh, we will. <laughs> They'll be mad salty. But man. A- anyway, anyway, my my legitimate question: um, th- there's this there's this movie coming out with James Franco and um, I think it's Seth Rogen where they try and kidnap uh, Kim Jong Un. Oh yeah, the um, the interview. Right, right. So my question is: if you guys had a mission to go kidnap or assassinate Kim Jong Un, the leader of North Korea. <laughs> And you had to take one of the Arthurian legends with you to help you out, to be your wingman. <laughs> Who did you choose? You got Saji, the Pizza Man Crossroad. You got Sazi, the Gian Gia Gian. You got Kazi, the I'm getting the F out of here, Buzzkirk. You got Kotz, I'm going to go blow myself up into a rock. And you got Hathaway. So so no Sai no si, uh, si Argyle up in the mix, man? None of him? Yeah, no. Uh, what's his, what's, um, he cried in the, the Gundam, from, bro. Well, not, not only that. Um, uh, old boy from uh, Macross Frontier. Oh, I, I never watched Michael. that show. Michael. Oh, yeah. Michael. Well, Mike, Michael was cool, but what about uh, my man from uh, Cold Geass? Well, 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 no, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with what he's got. That, oh, that's man. fine. We'll I was about, go with I was what about he's to got. say, man. So, so no, 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 so re, no, re, no revolves, man? No revolves? Right. Saji. <laughs> so we got Saji. Uh, Sa- Sazaki. Sazaki. Mm-hmm. Kotz. And Cuzzy. Cuzzy Buzzkirk, man. And Hathaway. God. I'd probably... I know I'd hate doing this, but I'd probably have to say Hathaway. Oh, I think of all of those Arthurian legends, he's probably the most competent and wouldn't run away when the, you know, he's definitely not Cuzzy. That guy would, oh, he, I don't he, think he'd make it over. I don't think he'd even infiltrate North Korea no. before he'd run away. Oh, he'd bolt. <laughs> he would bolt hard body. Um, <laughs> I have to go with my, my man. I have to go with the original man. I have to go. <laughs> With Lord Saji, Pizza? Lord Pizza, man, Pizza, the Pizza Hut legend, Saji Crossroad, Crossroad. Oh my God, I said his name wrong. Fuck, <laughs> Saji Crossroad, man. I had to go with him, man. In a, in a pick, in a pickle, man. He can definitely uh, pilot the Saji. Uh, first of his name, King of Crust, <laughs> King of uh, Pizza Delivery. Hey, he's got Harrow by his side. We'll, man. We'll, He'll we'll be okay. Give, we'll give him, we'll give him the Lord of the, or not Lord of the Rings, but the Game of Thrones thing. Saji, first of <laughs> first his name. Of his name. Got to go with the gold standard. I, I would have to go with Sazaki because even though he's had so many damaged uh, Gian model kits, he keeps he keeps stepping back up and improving his model mm-hmm. to you know maybe one day get a little level up, just 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 a little bit. He won yeah, once, I, man. He got a buy. That's yeah. what made, that's what made my decision difficult. But I, I still think I would choose 
Hathaway because somehow there'd still be some sliver of bright DNA that might just exactly. pop up right yep. at the right time, like right when I need it. It's like I, I just kind of I look, I feel like I'm hearing, I hear Bright's voice, and I look over, and it's just Hathaway. But you just know that somehow the DNA came out of just all of that other leftover cell matter that was there that created him <laughs> well Hath- hathaway's luck eventually runs out and badly so uh if anything uh <laughs> yeah, yeah but hathaway has pretty bad judgment in terms of maturity but he's he's a pretty quick learner i mean he can get into like a like a mobile suit or a yeah. or one, one of those construction bots and just kind of go with it so there you go and i mean we, we do sometimes in a way have to we have to kind of blame the Federation and Bright to an extent because they had poor Bright. No, no security at all. Yeah, they had poor Bright raising everybody else's kids except his own. So, okay. I mean. Right. <laughs> so, sounds good. All right. Well, that that's my that's my entry. Uh, congratulations again, guys. It's always a pleasure to speak with you guys. Hey, thank you. And no Dalo, what's your question, sir? Uh, my first question is, uh, if you could force Chris to review one show on MAHQ, what would it be? Oh, Big shoot. Man. <laughs> force uh, him? Oh, force my God. Yeah, like, if he is, like, no. get him, like basically me, get him to do one show that you would personally want him to do. Like, something that, that you feel that might get, that doesn't get a lot of exposure. Just something. Like, just one yeah. show, whatever. It, it could be anything <laughs> at this point. It could be even live action for all I know. I I'd actually would – I probably would like to see him do Zoids just to see him squirm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Alex, is, Alex echoes Big O as well. Um, Big Does o he was, not like Big O? No, he li- I, I, he doesn't dislike it. I know that much. Yeah. Um, he just I, – I guess hasn't just gotten to uh, covering it. Um, let's see here. Um, oh, wow. Uh, Cognium, I didn't see your complaint at all, man. I apologize. If I, I – don't think I, I X'd it out or anything like that. But uh, as for the show I'd like to see him do, man, I, I would like to see him do, do a show that uh, he would actually enjoy watching. Um, oh, that's not fun. Yeah, uh, you know what? Yeah, it isn't. It isn't no fun because uh, it's like I'm asking you, like uh, a show you would want him to do. To do. Yeah, not- I show that I would like. I would want him to do as well. I would say Nadesco. I don't think he's reviewed that yet. And uh, shout out to Alex for bringing that up because that's that's definitely a show that could use more didn't exposure they, to people. Didn't they do the Nadesco? Because they had the movie up there, obviously. Do they really? Uh, oh he, yeah, you he know didn't, he didn't he didn't review it. He didn't. Really, it was Peter, if I recall. It was some. No, it was somebody else. Somebody else that reviewed it. No, because no, because it's not Peter. Because Prince of Darkness got the world famous zero zero stars. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's, it's, it's either zero or point five stars. All I it's know a, is it's it, a zero. It's a zero, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you yeah. what then. If if I had to go with a show that he'd hate, then I'd have to go with the obvious one, Evangelion. I'd have to go with that. Um, just Which so you can get it out. Uh, I would go with the original TV show. Um, maybe the. Oh, that's, uh, no, that's may- no fun. Maybe the remastered one, the one that came out in the silver boxes. That's the one I own. Um, then uh, th- that, that's what I would have him go with. But. Uh, Sounds good. Other than that, yeah, that's that's pretty much my question. What's your other question, Dalo? Uh, my other question it goes on like what you were talking about with the like with uh, shows that you would, how much you would pay for. Here's the question: uh-huh. What, where do you see the North American anime industry being in about we'll say like a, a turnaround time of like three years from now? Like currently, I see like uh, uh, anime and implants of America prices kind of being the norm, and basically most of our anime being available by streams really um i honestly don't see the 
like fun, uh, Solbro mentioned the Funimation prices where they're kind of like $60, but not, but uh, not all of them are. Mm-hmm. I honestly think uh, that that business model won't go, won't, is not long for this world given how things are going in the anime industry. So I just kind of curious, like your viewpoint on that. Well, I would, I wish it would, I mean, granted, I could wish all day long, but it's not going to change anything. But, um, knowing how, you know, tight budgets here and how much will, people are willing to spend on their entertainment here, I kind of would hope that they would see the light on that and say, hey, you know, maybe we can, uh, uh, you know, lower our prices for the, uh, acquisition for these shows. So that way, maybe, maybe we could lower the prices for the acquisition and then get a cut of the profits that they make here in the States and share in the, the profits more so than charging all these companies up front. Granted, they don't really have not, to. You're really I, not I, a I, 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 I'm not a business major, but it's like, <laughs> dude. I mean, how are they going to how, how are they going to fight piracy then? Like, I mean, seriously, man, that's the real talk right there. If it's not affordable, they can make it available through streaming, which is great, and I think that's probably the yeah, ultimate goal. With, that's they've the been ulti- dealing with piracy, piracy for years, man. yeah, and they they still piracy has been. I mean, if you think about it now, internet piracy has been around for seven, eight more years now. I mean, it's 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 been around, and the companies are still surviving. So, yeah. I mean, they might lower their cost of acquisition, but they're not going to pass it on to the consumer if there's consumers still buying it. Yeah. And there's there's got to be consumers still buying this stuff. I mean, if if Anuplex is still around charging these prices, there are people buying it. Sometimes it's better to have a niche title and get five thousand sell out five thousand copies as opposed to making it affordable and and only selling five thousand of twenty five thousand that you produced mm. i mean that's that's kind of the way it is but i think honestly the, really for it to survive and for any of this stuff to survive it's just the, the streaming but then the issue that you're going to have with that at this point is going to be um uh the subscription packages how much they cost and then your internet because your internet, it's it, it's going to depend on the speed, and you know I still think that the internet caps are coming to the U.S. Well, I mean that's that's what I think is. Well, net, be. net neutrality is pretty much uh, dead. So yeah, I mean eventually the ISPs can it's do whatever, whatever the hell they want. Oh, well, it's getting there. It's not dead. Well, it's just it's, it's just it's an election year, so it's not going to be a, a big thing. It's a hair's breadth away from it. I mean, from what I've seen. Um, but I will say, I mean, granted, if it does go through, then yeah. Um, companies, uh, ISP is going to be able to establish uh, caps and also establish um, what do they call um, tolls on companies that do provide streaming, like Netflix and Crunchyroll and whatnot. Which means it will raise the the, the price of how much it'll cost to actually. But, subscribe it, but to in a way, those, though, uh, I'm kind of companies. I'm kind of torn on that because I kind of um, if I'm if I'm having if I'm paying for faster speeds, I kind of want priority. Um, I mean. No. I, no, yeah. there's there's a there's 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 a problem with that, and that is they can also do other underhanded shit besides giving they, you priority, dude. And that's it's it's it's, it's, it's a slippery slope, dude. It's I I don't want it all. I I want net neutrality to stay in place, so that way the internet can be evenly distributed. These companies can 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 improve their infrastructure, and they're gonna have to to keep up with the evolution of the internet. They don't want to they don't want to upgrade their infrastructure until it's absolutely too late, and that's part of the problem. They need to step it up. Some companies have. But other companies are not like Comcast. They want to just rest on the laurels. Then why give why give different speeds? Then if you're not going to get people that pay more for stuff, 
priority on getting connections faster than the people paying for the lower speeds. Well, the companies that have their shit together can provide the speeds without uh, the the demand. None of them have it together. Well, dude, I worked for a company that did, for the most part, was able to handle that. The only problems they ran into were problems on the lines that can be fixed. So if anything, the service for the company I used to work for were able to handle the load. And for the most part, I, I've, I haven't run into too many troubles. But, stream, trouble but streaming takes it takes up so much. I mean, they're, they're, I think they're say I think they said something like seventy, sixty, or seventy percent of the internet traffic now is all streaming. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a lot on there. So yeah, I don't know. Well, yep. that's so a whole different. See, that's so a whole different. Tennessee, like uh, in addition to the internet internet service provider bill, do you see like some type of a uh, Media bill coming on top of that when you're using your internet for media, like streaming probably. and stuff like that. Yeah, they, yeah, probably. I, I I could see it. I I could see probably they want to put everything up towards cloud technology, but as we've seen recently, clouds aren't very secure. Nope. So <laughs> it, we'll just <laughs> I I don't know, but I I think I think that if you're going to look about three years out, the big the big model is just going to be towards streaming because it makes more sense for everybody, and it's um it, the companies will make. They'll make more profit. It's better for consumers. And it's the only issue you're going to have now is you might run into having five or six different streaming plans. That's going to be the big issue yeah. to me. Shout out to Yup. He says net neutrality has been dead for like two years. It's no longer a part of the internet mandate. Only Comcast is bound to enforce it. And right now they don't. And they're only bound to enforce it till 2016. Well, like I said, this all can change on the dime. I don't trust. I don't yeah. trust any of these ISPs as far as I could throw them when it comes to not taking advantage of that because there's a lot of money to be made by in establishing those tolls for companies like Netflix and all those other ones that provide streaming services. And they've already they've already flexed their muscles in in accordance to Netflix at the end of last year. They bottlenecked that that service so bad that they had to. I, I believe they had to bend to their will at the beginning of the year. And as soon as they did, the the service went back up to normal. So, um, yeah, it's, if anything, it's an underhanded tactic and I just, I find it to be bullshit. You know, I'm paying for speed. They should be able to provide that speed. And if they don't have the infrastructure to get that up and running, they're going to need to work on that. I mean, they charge us out the ass for, for freaking service. They need to provide what they're advertising or not provide it until they can. So. I don't know. That's that's just me, but I know it, I, I'm I'm not the businessman here. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't know. What, I don't know what they're doing with any of that. I mean, it's you know, my issue just is, is sometimes I have I have a problem if 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 you're not able to get on as quickly. Yeah. Um, and I think because there's a lot of people that just buy the bargain basement uh, service and they they clog up everything because they torrent and everything like that. Yeah. So, but. That's a whole different story. But I still, I still do think the caps are coming. They're in every other country, so it would only make sense they'd end up being here. So, no, Thank you, cool. no, it was a solid question, man. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I think, I think the thing though on the closing with the anime scene, or when it comes to like, I think everybody that's lamenting for the way it was in the late '90s, early 2000s with videos and stuff, that's just gone. And I think it's just never going to go back to that back to that route i actually think it's more encouraging now with streaming and i think that that's you know it just makes more sense to them and that's going to be the that's going to be the model and you know do you think uh do you think the other reason and keeping it towards the anime faints to netflix and things like that do you think it might have it devalues like sometimes uh people's need for me to pay for media even if they just want to buy like uh well you're paying through it through the subscription i mean it's not like 
Well, I mean, I mean if you for do like something I mean, on Netflix, you're not pirating I, it. You're I mean okay. more. Le- I mean more from like owning like individual episodes, even by digital means, like from uh, like iTunes or something like that. Uh, I mean, they're all that stuff's kind of affordable. Even if you want individual episodes from iTunes, sometimes they're pretty cheap. So I mean, that's why all that stuff's priced that way. So people, oh, ninety nine cents or a dollar ninety nine. I, I can I can afford that. So. Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, it's just that everything is, is, is going towards having, you know, the physical items are not there, you know, that's, and in some ways I'm kind of glad you don't have to deal with that at times anymore. Cause I, the worst is buying something or getting stuck into buying something that ends up not being very good. And then you just have it sitting on your desk. Or sitting on your um, your bookshelf or something like that. Yeah, so. yeah, like those damn Zeta Gundam pencil sharpeners. <laughs> or, it's, or in yeah. Solvor's case, it's Cell Saga. Oh Lord, <laughs> he's like the he's like the the, the one the one guy that, that hates that show but owns yeah. it. Yeah, I still own it to this day. <laughs> It's still on my never, show. Never, never understood all the hatred for that. Oh, I own it. I, I bought it, man. I, I bought it. I gave it every chance in the world, man. That's back when, you, I, you when know, I had that, you know, so that Dolo. You'd, pro- mm-hmm. you'd probably be able to sell it on eBay for a pretty good price. You're probably you right. Like that much. You're probably right. It, it was an ADV show. So now that it's out of print, unless someone else bought the license, did anybody know if uh, Excel Saga got bought up by anyone? Um, it was. I'm pretty sure Funimation had it for a while, but that's long gone. Oh, man. Well, if anything, maybe maybe it's worth $2. I'll recoup. No, that's a, no, well, that's keep in mind, I think the I think the Funimation stuff was also kind of it was also is also out of print too. So yeah. <laughs> well, can, Funimation has everything at this point, except mm, for Gundam yeah, X, right? Yeah, they don't have Sailor Moon, so and they've been trying to get that for 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 years. <laughs> Still waiting for that Gundam X dub from Funimation. Screw it, it's never coming. Just let's just move on. <laughs> well, if anything, fellas, man, thank you guys very much for uh, for for participating in this part of the segment and. Uh, um, anything you guys wanted to say before uh, before before uh, before we uh, uh, move on to our next callers? Seven uh, more just, years, gentlemen. Seven more years, man. Thank you. <laughs> Dollar, what yeah. did you say? I just wanted to say thank you, everybody, and I hope everybody's having a good night. I'll see you in the chat. Hey, man, thank Dollar for all the hard work he does for the show, by the way, guys. And uh, many thanks to him. It's because of his networking that he's got us all the guests that we've had throughout these seven years, man. And we couldn't have done it without him. So many thanks to, to Dollo, and uh, definitely give him a shout-out on Twitter at R. And, um, they, man, honestly, to the bottom of my heart, thank you very much, dude. Uh, thank You're welcome. Thanks. All right, we'll go ahead and let you guys go. Hope you all have a good night. So who's next? Next up, I'm going to pull in. Uh, I, th- I thought I was going to pull in the final three, but uh, Eric got on. Uh, so I'm going to pull him in as part of the last group. We have four more people left to talk to. The next two people we're going to pull in are, uh, looks like it's Robin and Yazi, the tag team duo. Uh, we're going to pull them in in just a moment. But before we do, we got another tweet here. Let me go ahead and pull this up. Uh, and it's from Yup, and Yup asks. He says, uh, "Gun." He Can't says, see it. "Oh, I'll get it up for you. Give me a second. I love it when the plan comes together, man. Oh, it's not going. It's not coming together. Uh, it's, uh, hey, man, it's trying. <laughs> Come on, internet. Uh, there you go. It's up see, Mister Mister Internet heard us. Heard you talking <laughs> mess about them and net neutrality. That's why you don't say much about Mister New- Mister Internet on the uh, on the old internet." <laughs> And that's why he's blowing us up right now, Mr. Internet. The NSA is in our ass. But uh, Yup asks... NSA, you don't have to worry about. It's the companies you got to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more fearful of Google than I am the NSA having my information. Holy shit. 
Uh, Yup asks, uh, given recent success of some Kickstarter projects, exclusive editions of anime uh, like uh, like Bebop and uh, Netflix exclusives, will anime resurge? Ooh, it's really it's tough well, to tell, man. But go ahead. Well, actually, the first thing I want to know is what is this resurge like that? And I hate to sound like Chris on this, but it, I got to kind of quantify like what's the resurgence? Like, let's, let's say like 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 the way it was in the late '90s, where you know anime was coming out of here by the bushel, and the DVD DVD format just rolled. Video in stores, place. video yeah, video stores don't even exist. It's like such a different world now because yeah, Best Buy stopped video, selling anime on the shelves. Like, yeah. you remember all the stores used to sell anime on the shelves? Best Buy right? doesn't really sell anything like that they anymore. Really they really don't. Just kinda, they kind of sell hardware, and the video stores are gone. Mm-hmm. I actually. Actually, I'll be honest with you. I think it. I don't necessarily say it'll resurge, but I think it'll probably be. You might have a new, a new kind of era of it with the Kickstarter stuff, and you know it. That's encouraging. The only issue that you have with the Kickstarter stuff that you'd have to be scared that. Even as a company, you got to be kind of worried about is this something that you just know that's not going to be um, very popular? People are just going to donate to <laughs> just to have it go, have it you know come out or something like that. So, but I mean, I I, I think I think the way it's kind of going is okay. I think the Netflix and the streaming thing. I think with streaming the issue you're going to have there is because people binge watch so much which i can't understand how they do that at times mm-hmm. um that you're going to have so many people looking for new content to watch where i think that might be where your quote-unquote resurgence can happen because these people now they freaking watch things on netflix they'll they'll watch you know 20 season 20 episodes or something mm-hmm. in two days and the next thing you know it's like uh, um you know that they, they want to watch something else so i, I think that's the way it's I, I don't think it's ever going to be like it was because that world just doesn't exist anymore. But I think it can. I think you can have it where I think it. I think the best thing you could really hope for is it getting more mainstream appeal yeah. and more mainstream acceptance. Well, and I think that can happen because we're just so hungry for content now mm-hmm. that w- people are just so. I think people are more willing to give a chance to something now more than they would ten years ago. Like. Game of Thrones that comes out ten years ago. I don't think it's as popular as it is now, just because it it was a different time ten years ago. People were not as open about magical shit and stuff like you know, and yeah. and, and having that sense of reality when it comes to a drama. A, a drama. So I think that that's what you're looking for. Well, yep, yep, uh, yep. Writes in the chat. He says, "I will quant- quantify research, not to late '90s levels, but uh, you know how many of our anime companies are dead." More anime company competitors to a higher level than now, than it is now, where it kind of seems like, uh, let's see, it's been decreasing until recent years. I guess he, he basically is saying, uh, well, I think you'd have to, I think you'd have to write to the U.S. government on that one, because if you look at all industry, it's all consolidating and there are mega mergers and all kinds of stuff. So that's, that's a symptom not just of anime companies, but of media companies too. I mean, when they announced, what is it, Fox wanted to buy Time Warner, mm-hmm. I had read something where 15 years ago, there were 15 major media companies. And if Fox would have bought Time Warner, there would have only been six. There are only three real cell phone companies, if you think about it. Yeah. Um, it, there's Verizon, Verizon 
Sprint and AT and T. Yeah, that's pretty much. I it. mean, you have you have T Mobile and the so small. Yeah, they're they're small, and then the other ones that people get like uh yeah. like burner phones through. They're like sub companies of the bigger companies. So yeah, it's uh if anything, they're just under different names, but they they pretty much still fall in line with the bigger companies. So. I think everything could use competition because yeah. it, it, that would be nice because we're actually, if you really look at everything, we're actually in a, in a world right now where we have stagnant innovation in everything. There's no changes in anything. It, it's all the same stuff now. Yeah. So I, I think outside of, look at, outside of it being an anime problem, it's a, it's a bigger problem across all mediums because uh, there's nothing left. I mean, there used to be even movie companies. There's not many movie companies left. There's yeah. just there's just a couple. There's a handful. Yeah, the big studios. Some of them have shut down. Like, uh, uh, was it uh, MGM shut down for a while? But then it got bought up by someone else. So yeah, yeah. even even the big the big six aren't so big anymore. So <laughs> Warner Brothers yeah. is 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 almost up for sale at this point. So uh, companies have been putting in bids. So yeah, I think times are changing, man. It's it's crazy, and I pretty much agree but with I, what you but said. But I think, but I think with streaming, mm-hmm. you could have a situation where you could possibly have more competition at that point because you know, with anybody with enough server capacity and an internet site, they could charge subscriptions to you know, and there's passion to, to view this stuff. You could have that that whole thing because. You know, the, the surviving companies like Funimation, you know, as much as they... Because Funimation's got its own internet channel and everything like that. But they're still tied to the, the old model. They still need to sell disc, you know, mm-hmm. if either Blu-ray or DVD, whatever it might be. So we're never gonna, really going to know when this stuff happens until after it's happened. So like after it crests, that's when you know, like, oh, shit, this happened. <laughs> No, seriously. I mean, that's if you ever true. really think about stuff, that's how stuff works. Yeah, so. true. you don't notice it until you're already surrounded. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's everywhere. And then like, oh, crap. Okay. Before we move on to our next set of callers, we're going to take a real quick break. You're listening to Gundam Anime HQ. Greetings, I am Andrew Cook, the host of Pretentious Internet Theater. Each month, I bring you the finest in literature that internet fanfiction has to offer. Join us, won't you? At tinyurl.com slash pitpodcast. Remember, there is much drama on the internet, but only the best makes Pretentious Internet Theater. We're looking for a few good new types. Over the last couple of months, the Gundam Nation has been getting together to play Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme Versus. We call those sessions EX Versus the Gundam Nation. Well, we as a group recently upgraded to the sequel to Extreme Versus, known as Full Boost. And we're inviting you to come on out and play the new game with us. Even if you don't have the game, you can watch our live stream and also join in the conversation that we hold on Skype during the stream as well. It's not only a gaming session, but a social event for mecha and anime fans as well. If you have the game, you can add the PSN ID 
the Gundam Nation, which is the tag that we use to network all the players for the sessions. Also, make sure to add to your Skype the contact of Shinjuku-Station so you can have a chance to join the Skype conversation during the stream if you want to watch the stream live. Make sure to head on over to twitch.tv slash fightersready and follow us there so you can be alerted to when our streams begin. If you missed any of our sessions, head over to youtube.com slash gundammahq and you'll find a lot of our sessions that we've already had archived there. Just be in mind that the conversations held in these sessions may not be safe for work. For more details on the event, make sure you visit gundam.net and click on the EX versus the Gundam Nation section. If you enjoy the game, the podcast, or Gundam in general, then you owe it to yourself to come on out to EX versus the Gundam Nation. We'll see you there. Jules, you give that fucking Nimrod $1,500 and I'll shoot him on general principle. No, Yolanda, Yolanda, he ain't gonna do a goddamn motherfucking thing. Bitch, shut the Welcome back to Gundam at MAHQ. You're listening to a very special episode, our 150th, and we're sitting down with the Gundam Nation, taking questions, and next in line to join us in the conversation are longtime listeners Mula Flaga and Yazi88. One, one thing before we go, mm-hmm. uh, going to the next thing, I don't want everybody to seem like I'm trying to crap on their dreams about this, <laughs> you know, like some resurgence, because I'm not, but yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to make you guys kind of understand that maybe it's never going to be like it was but maybe it could be something better or different and you know what i I, i'm actually very encouraged with stuff because i felt maybe two or three years ago uh access to anime was really at that point through the methods network if you're getting stuff but i think now with streaming because you're going to have a fight between netflix and Amazon Prime wants more stuff. Oh yeah, they're going to start putting all this stuff up there, especially if they can get it at a price that's 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 decent. Yeah, just to look and, at look at even look at Sunrise. They they made Gundam yeah. available for us to watch yeah. in, in 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 lieu of uh right almost in step with the yeah. Japanese release. So I mean, we've come a long way since yeah. we started this podcast. Beforehand, we had to dig into crates. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and and that's the and 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 here's the thing, and and you know. Um, not encouraging piracy. I know people out there do it. I'm mm-hmm. not stupid, but you know, here's the thing though that I tell anybody, you know, if you if you're one of these people that says, "Oh, I'm doing it to make sure I like it." That's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you really like something, maybe you should just go out and buy it cuz you know, eat, you know, kind of give back. I'm not saying you got to do it all the time. Yeah. But, you know, uh, that that's how you support these things too, but I think I mean, comparing this to what was it, it's just it can't be done. It's yeah. everything's so different now. It's going to be so different. different. It basically, it's not going to be anything that we expect. 
Um, but we're we're easing into a new age of of, of being able to access anime, and I, I kind of like the easy access that we have now. And a lot of shows you have you have yeah, it now. I yeah, a lot a lot of shows we, we pretty much Crunchy, have it now. Crunchyroll subscription yeah. is pretty inexpensive. Yeah, between you, Crunchyroll, you know. Netflix, and legitimate channels yeah. on YouTube. We're doing pretty, and, and Hulu too. We, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, granted, there are a few shows that we don't get, um, and sometimes it it, it, it takes a while everything. to get them. But yeah, I mean, it's just that those just animated studios are are, are so shows that might be behind the times when it comes to bringing it to other countries. But I, they'll yes. all bend. They'll all bend in time, and if they really want to do their best to combat piracy. Uh, streaming it legitimately is is definitely a, a step in the right direction. And Yup says he says it's cool, Neo. This is the kind of response I wanted. Uh, and no, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not doing it to him. But I'm just, yeah. I'm just making this blanket statement to everyone. It's not like oh, I'm yeah. trying to crap on this. It, it's just that I think we gotta look at we the the world of all of media delivery is so different now than what it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause 10 years ago, streaming wasn't really around. Absolutely. Uh, you know, net Netflix, you got, when you did Netflix, you got a freaking disc and yep. you got a disc and you, I remember you get that, it, dude. Oh and then God. you return it in the envelope and get the next one. Can you imagine? Well, <laughs> or if, or if you had the deluxe plan, you got two at a time. Yeah. That's what it was. Yep. And that's, that's right. And then uh, now it's completely different. It's it's Netflix finally lived up to the name. You can get the flicks over the net, and uh, shout. And Yup also says he wanted an answer that was uh, in depth and thought out, and you gave that to him. So that's awesome, man. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, and that, and I think that I think really people should be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty encouraged, and you, you, you know, like Silbro said, you're able to see all this stuff on uh, you know through these different delivery systems now and. You know, even if you have to do a subscription, some of them are pretty, pretty minimal. Like I said, the only problem we're going to start having is all these various subscription services. Then it might start getting pricey. I mean, you start doing eight bucks here, ten bucks there. Next thing you know, you're paying maybe fifty, sixty dollars a month with streaming. So who knows? But you know that that's that's a whole different issue. So. But let's get to other callers. Let's questions. let's get these cats in here. Next up is Yazi and Robin. We're pulling those jokers in right now. Bow, oh, they're God. beaming in. Yeah, I know, man. Rob, your boy, your boy from uh the your your drop bear uh, brother and drop bears. Look not my brother and drop bears. This. <laughs> Look out for drop bears. Holy shit! But uh, thank you guys for watching the streams, by the way, and shout out to both Yazi and Robin for being on the call. You guys both here? Ugh, culture. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> If you're gonna do it, you gotta sell it, Rice. (laughs) Both both the guys' impressions suck. (laughs) Don't, don't. don't. Oh my god. Don't don't quote your day (laughs) By the way, the the last group that I'm pulling in is gonna be uh, Eric. Russell and Matthew Kyle. So, um, if anything, thank you guys for for calling up and uh, asking to be a part of this. And uh, we'll be pulling uh, those three in right after these two gentlemen. But, uh, Robin, man, what is your question, sir? I'm good, thanks. And whoa, that just sounded kind of gobbled on my end. Oh, <laughs> yours. Uh, it's cleared up now, though. It just went for a second. Cool, cool. Not pretty I, I, it could be. I don't know. I don't know what did that. But I've prepared like two short ones anyway. Okay. So, uh, the first one would be. Short and simple-ish. Um, from all the uh, from all the voice actors out there, like in the English 
world and all that kind of thing, like who would be some uh, dream ones that you would want to interview that you haven't got to yet? Like if you think about modern ones and old school ones like uh, like Neil Ross or Michael Bell and all those kinds of people, like who would be some dream ones you'd love to just, you know, pick their brain about and all that kind of thing on roles they've done? Off the top of my head, man, uh, first question, uh, first interview I would love to have is uh, is, is Frank Welker. Um, as a voice actor, I would just love to talk to him and just just ask him all sorts of questions he doesn't really do interviews though and rightfully so he he says himself uh that he's not a very interesting interview but i i beg to differ because he has so many stories so many stories that uh I know that we could we could mine him for gold, but he won't even yeah. sit down with uh, Rob Paulson, who's a well-known voice actor for for a lot, oh, a lot yeah. of the, for the people who grew up with Rob Paulson. He was the voice of uh, Raphael in um in uh, he was also in, Air Raid Transformers. And, and, and yep. it, it, it's no no offense to Rob Paulson. He says he he talked to them off the mic, but he says for an interview, he just doesn't think it's 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 something he wants to engage in. But he and Rob Paulson are good friends. It's just that when Rob yep. Rob Paulson has a podcast for those who don't know, where he talks to other voice actors, and one of the most requested voice actors that people have been asking him to interview is uh frank so ask frank every once in a while and he says he wouldn't do it but that would be my dream interview of people to interview um i'd love to talk to mark simmons again uh mainly just to see pretty much what he's working on now that that would yep. be that would be more realistic and um you know i i i, I can't write that off in the future I would, um if anything we'll have to reach out to him and and see if we could talk to him again but mark simmons would definitely be uh high on my priority list mainly because of his involvement with gundam and the fact that he's seen things <laughs> But those those are my two. I thought, I thought you'd love uh, Neil Ross because you know you get to ask him about you know Springer and everything and all that stuff. Yeah, ask him all about uh, all sorts of stuff. I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a laundry list of voice actors. I just wanted to try and um, bring up a. Uh, 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 people other than voice actors, but my number one voice actor yep. would be Frank, and my number two choice would be Mark Simmons because of his uh, his pretty much his ongoing involvement with Gundam. But well, he's uh, kind of behind the scenes, of, so it's not really voice actor as as much, really, is it? No, he, well, he's not a voice actor, but I, 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 if, if if it's just voice actor interviews, then it would just be uh, my number one choice would be Frank Wilker. Absolutely. Yep. But Neo, uh, anybody in mind for you? What voice actors? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I know. I know. I know. I know. His number one interview outside of voice acting is a certain director. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Oh my God. That would- um, maybe um, if I was to do a voice actor, and I, I don't think we've had this person on um, the voice of the major. Yeah, uh, she, just to see to, to how Elizabeth she gets Flynn. to, yeah, to see how she's how she's able to get to sound so sexy. <laughs> she's got such a sexy voice, that woman. And it's like she sits there and talks about freaking computer algorithms and stuff, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> freaking sexy ass voice. But yeah, she uh, she's not only a voice actress, she also directs and sings. So there would be a lot to talk about with her too. So that's that's a dope ass choice right there. I love to talk to. Oh, and that, that certain director. So you meant you meant J.J. Abrams, right? Yes, your boy. <laughs> oh, I I would love. I you know what? I'd actually, I'd actually love to have a face to face interview with J.J. Abrams and bring and bring and have have on a little Blu-ray player original Rathacon, real Rathacon, and go. What were you thinking? How dare you? Nice. <laughs> crap. And of course, Serbe. Yeah, why not? Of course. Of yeah. course. And uh, 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 what about Ikeda? Uh, Yazi writes in the chat. That's why I well, said I English. Mean, <laughs> That's why I said well, English. That means no Japanese voice actors. Well, well, damn. And within, and within well, wait, 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 to, wait to keep your questions so damn limited. <laughs> well, so, 
I don't think he's, he's a, a, a freaking Australian. He can't God do that. Damn, so. we're short-sighted, dude. Yeah, yeah. Neo's hopes and dreams. There we go. You know what? We're gonna hijack this question, bro. Yeah, but there's <laughs> there's always something called there's always something called the translator. That's right. That I can get. <laughs> I'm sure I can. I'm sure I could go down to little little Tokyo down in downtown LA and find someone that could speak Japanese and English very well to talk to Akita for me. There you go. That's what's up. <laughs> so hell yes, but uh, see, he's he's of that prison mentality. That's the thing in in Australia. It's like everything is a certain rule. You can't do this. You can't do that. You know, <laughs> no touching. Yeah, no touching. <laughs> No, no touching. On you can only yellow line. Yeah, you got to walk on this yellow you line. Can only... Otherwise, the top bears will kill you, man. That's right. Oh, Jesus. yeah. Watch out for them drop bears. The drop yeah, bears. Don't go to any trees at nighttime at all. Or in the day. Yeah, it's, it's like zoos in Australia. You know, it's like instead of feeding animals, like don't feed the humans. <laughs> well, of course you don't feed drop bears. Once you feed a drop bear, it'll never leave your house. Nice. And you get a drop kick. You don't feed drop no, bears. They feed themselves. They feed themselves. No, drop bears. No Wu Tang style. Hey, uh, we got a question from the chat from Cognium. He says, uh, yo, Neo, is that Mr. Ramen Shop still in Little Tokyo? That place was amazing. Have you ever been there or have seen that before? Yeah, I've seen it, but I haven't been down there lately. I'm sure it probably is. Most of that stuff usually stays there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a lot of that stuff doesn't go anywhere, so... The uh, by the way, the game room in the I'm chat. I'm not that. I, I'm not always down in L.A. So I mean, I, mm. people have to realize I live 30 miles south of L.A. in Orange County. So I mean, it's not that. It's not a bad drive, but and and I, you know, I try to go there as, as many times as I can. But I'm not always down there all the time. I'm mostly yeah. mostly sitting here in or, OC. So. <laughs> Well, uh, 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 the, the game room is asking uh, seriously, what is this damn drop air? It's a bunch of bullshit. It's, How dare it's, you? It's like no, a, no, it's, 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 no, it, no, it is no, the no, snipe point. No, 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 no. It is it is no. the snipe point of Australia, bro. No, don't no. buy anything Soul they're bro, saying. Solbro lies. It's the most dangerous and It's more dangerous me. than a honey badger. Oh or, yeah. Oh if yeah. You took a, a, if honey a honey badger, badger right? And you make. Mm -hmm. God dang. The, the, mute, the mute button is furious. <laughs> no, it's somebody's bad internet. Yeah, oh, man. You said uh, you, you were saying if you take a honey badger and what? A honey badger and a wolverine and you mate them. And the product of that would be <laughs> the most evil thing and the meanest thing in the world. Drop bear is ten times meaner than that. They drop out of trees and they attack people in Australia. Yeah, this is, a, this is one of the hidden, hidden uh, you know, epidemics that is going on down there. People, thousands of people get killed a year by the drop bear. It's very dangerous. <laughs> Why hasn't Stephen Colbert talked about it then? I'm you know how he feels about bears. I'm sure he Because did. this is an Australian bear that drops from the sky. He's all about American stuff. Look at that eagle. That eagle's all red, white, and blue. So, <laughs> all right. There you go. There you go. Well, um, beware the drop bears and don't listen to Soul Bro. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't about. know what I'm talking about. Barnes told me this, and Barnes knows. <laughs> and what so he's did I. And so did uh, David and, Osan and, as well. Yeah, so. yeah. Every Australian that that I've spoken to has has confirmed this horrible, horrible thing to drop bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, um, Robin, uh, what is your next question, sir? Yep. All right. Question number two. Question number two is simply: If you had a whole pile of money and you could get like any little uh, dream toy figure or item, kind of mech-related thing, what would it be? Like, you know? Oh, that's easy. King Jader. 
from oh, Gal Gadot. That's a good yeah, one. That's that's, <laughs> that's, a that's damn freaking, good. That's one. freaking easy. Sorry. Holy shit! Actually, actually, probably every goddamn toy from Gal Gadot, but especially <laughs> King Jader. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about the Hayakushiki uh, mug? I would get the Hayakushiki mug. Yeah. Well, that's on a cheap side. So. Yeah. I don't need. I don't. I I could get six of those if I had uh, all the money in the world. But um. But no. I mean, if no, that the, I'm sure those. I don't know. Maybe a lot of the. I'm talking like the original Gal Gadot toys. So you're yeah. probably those things are probably out of print and yeah. mucho and expensive because those are those are quality uh, toys. I've got um, unlike unlike Transformers, that show is made to sell toys. Yep. <laughs> I've got a Volfog that line. He wasn't cheap, so I got Volfog from that line. He wasn't cheap, so and yeah. he comes with two little combining dudes. He wasn't cheap though at all to get. So not bad. Yeah, all those damn. Yeah, all those all those things. Yeah. I would. So, I would probably get. Um, I would like to get like a one one hundreds SDF one. Is what I would like to get if they ever made that. Oh, that big like macro, that. the big that big size macro they released a few years ago. Yeah, did they actually make one that was that big? There was there was a big one they released a f- uh, like a year or two back or something. I thought, Yo, I would love to have something like that. Like it's just, a big um kit one or something. I don't, I don't know if maybe um Robert knows about it. Maybe. Oh my god, dude, that would be awesome. And then have like, like a the TV version or the movie version. I think it was the movie version. I think because they had the different arms. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, what I would like is like a I would like a um what do they call it? A dia a diorama of the of the SDF one transformed in uh carrier mode and have uh the the regular size models, the one one hundred Valkyries to set on top of da- the Daedalus and the um the Prometheus and have the SDF one be big enough to look like it's all in um scale. That would be ridiculous, right? I mean, granted, I would have to have a house big enough to hold that. Like, I'd have a trophy room and I'd be at the center of it. And I would, I, if I was that loaded, I would. That's what I would like to do. Um, I know that's pretty. Uh, Actually, mm-hmm. if I had all the money in the world, I would first go to Caesar Bay. And then we would recreate some of my favorite action sequences that include blowing up things. So that would be my toys. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> explosions are toys, too. I know one thing someone would never want. The women of Robotech. Oh, Jesus. You can keep that. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep that. Exactly. Or, or, or no, uh, no, uh, no life-size uh, statues of XL Saga characters. Oh, wow. That would be another one, right? <laughs> be like, oh, I'd be like pooping on my porch. I, the other toy I would have is the, uh, the Batman Tumblr. Hmm. I just, as I'm driving down the road, running over stuff, I just go, I'm Batman. My God. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the real life. Try, the- drive, by, drive by Kevin Smith's house and just have him sit there and just ex- his head explode. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come in here? Too bad. You're too big. Out of here. The game. Yeah, you could be singing that song for the Lego movie, the Batman song. The- <laughs> that stupid song. <laughs> the game room in the chat writes, a 1-100 SDF1 would be about... 39.7 feet long. Holy shit. Damn. I need that, that Jay Leno money. <laughs> I afford that. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, my money. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Leno has hijacked Neil's mic. <laughs> I actually have a recreation of the 1972 Nürburgring race. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jackie Stewart won. <laughs> Well, well, Robert. Uh, actually, he's probably had a recreation of the freaking Nicky Lauda James Hunt race. 
Well, uh, Robin, thank you for your question, sir. Um, That's all right. And congrats on 150 episodes, guy. Thank you. Watch man. out for drop bears. Oh, boy. I will. I will. Certainly I, I will. I know this as well. So it's like, you know. Cool boy. Do you, have, do, you, do you have your drop bear helmet on? I currently because I'm inside. So I'm yeah, I know. Things. But you always have it by your door. Yeah, definitely. Oh, y'all are the worst. Uh, it's like a crash helmet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yazis, uh, welcome to the, the conversation, sir. What's your question? Uh, I have uh, two questions. They're both kind of human related. Uh, so, who are the henchmen twenty one and twenty four of Mecha Anime? Oh man, you always be asking oh, these those, far those out those questions. Guys, <laughs> the, oh, the the two idiots from uh, Venture, Brothers. Venture Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. Oh my God. Um, damn, you don't have to think about there. it too hard. Uh, I, I would. I, I'm just oh. going to say Gene and Denim. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> No, freaking um, those two. Remember in uh, Stardust Memories, Munch's two boys? Oh, those jokers? <laughs> oh, uh, Bates and what's his name? <laughs> yeah. They had names? <laughs> yeah. They had mullets. <laughs> they had mullets. <laughs> and they were out yeah. of this world. Uh, oh, I was going to say the two closest ones are like uh, Corrin's uh, hench, uh, wingman from uh, Turn A Gundam. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah. They kind of look like 21 and 24. They kind of do. They kind of They do. got treated. They got treated like those guys did, too. Basically, too, because he was always kind of beating the crap out of them. Yep. Not bad. Not yeah, bad. Don't forget Alex and Mueller. Oh, yeah, true. True. Dad. Oh, yeah, those pumps. Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> that English dub is so bad at times. Mueller. You killed Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta Except say. Trace. Trace is awesome. But isn't, I mean, that the whole, isn't that the whole sequence when uh, Zex goes, fools? <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, he kills Mueller first. I think. Yeah. And Alex, I need to <laughs> avenge him. The only other guys I could think of was probably Jared and Kakrakon. That's probably the <laughs> only, only other two. Because <laughs> they turn out to be that in Build Fighters. So, you know, if anything, uh, there's always that. But uh, Capricorn lasted longer in Build Fighters. He sure he did, did, right? Yeah. <laughs> They kept coming back, man, and they kept getting actually. In a kind of a, this it might be bad for me to say this, but uh, if you want to go with on the protagonist side, mm-hmm. maybe uh, Opoly and Roberto. <laughs> to a point, <laughs> they're kind of twenty-one and twenty-four henchmen. <laughs> they're treated a little bit better. Though. Even though they Opoly did last lasted longer, longer though, yeah, lasted the longest though. He was Yo, cool. Daniel Mason in the Skype chat says Mondo and Beecher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those two numb skulls. Not a bad choice, sir. Not a bad choice. But uh, Yazi, what's your next question, sir? Okay, uh, if you could, uh, I think it was my uh, Twitter question, but I'll say it here. Sure. Um, if you're gonna make a, a mecha parody of a live a- of a TV show, what would you do? I got I got a few examples. Real Rock from the Sun. Hmm. Oh, oh, you don't get that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. got it. I got it. Keep uh, going. My bad. Uh, <laughs> try, try, try Rock from the Sun. Try hard. Hmm. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, um, Tank Gear. Uh huh. And uh, Game of Geese. Game of Geese. <laughs> oh my god. Time to think. Damn. What's a show I watch? Uh, so, make a related show of some show that we've already seen. Like a parody of it, like you know, with, with the names or something. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Law and Order, Section 9. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's that's actually kind of good. There you yeah. go, man. Kind of do, 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 do. <laughs> that would be nuts. But uh that's that's mine. How about uh, any any riff on the wire? <laughs> yeah, I try I'm trying to think. Not really. Too depressing. <laughs> <laughs> the wire, victory gundam. <laughs> actually, Zanscare you know Empire. Uh, <laughs> 
No, you know what you do is you do a, you do a um, you do a, um, a friends parody mm-hmm. of the first all the first in production order the first Universal Century protagonists and their girls and their uh, their love interest or the, the their girl Friday. So basically, it's Armor Armor and Frau, Camille and Fa, and uh, Judo and. I guess what? Um, Rue? Rue Luca? Rue? Yeah, mm. Rue Luca, yeah. And then you just have them as a friend's parody. Oh, my yeah. God. I'll be, <laughs> that be there cool. for Moo. And like, 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 Bright is working at the poor uh, coffee shop. He's that dude at the coffee shop and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And of course, you got to go through the you got to go through the whole thing where they're you know they all eventually just date each other. <laughs> oh Jesus! Seven seasons of that craziness. <laughs> as the season, as or it, mm-hmm. or you could just do like a Seinfeld parody of like all the captains and their like uh, their uh, girlfriends or their their you know maybe maybe a Seinfeld parody with Bride as Seinfeld. And stuff like oh, that. Oh shit, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, Bright as Seinfeld, and then like maybe, gosh, he'd he'd have those he'd have those asides in front of the brick wall. Talk, <laughs> yeah, talk talking shit about the white base crew <laughs> <laughs> and his troubles throughout his tenure as captain. <laughs> be nuts. Uh, I got another one. Uh, whose culture is it? <laughs> oh jeez. Was <laughs> like a spinoff of Who's the Boss or something? No, no, no. Whose line is it? Who's not? Oh, wow. Oh. Whose culture oh, yeah. is like it? The, like that UK show, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dennis can be the host and people can make fun of him. Yeah, that episode, that show will last one app. <laughs> he'd, he'd be passed out at the desk. <laughs> well, actually, no, actually, you could do The Wire with Dennis. <laughs> I think it's season four. Yeah, mm-hmm. season four. No, season five is the... Um, the is journalist the, is the journalist one, yeah, and they were all fat, drunk, and smoking. So yeah, you could do that. Nice. This, <laughs> <laughs> this, there's, there's, there's that one. If, if anything, that sounds like a winner right there. Whose, whose culture is it? <laughs> the wild uh, culture with Dennis. Oh, Actually, wouldn't, wouldn't uh, Dennis be more for that? That show Shameless because he's always drunk because that dude's always drunk and shameless. He'd fit right in. He'd fit right. Yeah, in. Yeah, he'd bro. fit perfect. Holy yeah. shit, man! He, he can hang out with Lou Grant too. <laughs> <laughs> drunk, oh no! Drunk journalist. Obvious, let's go. The obvious choice. Mm-hmm. No, we take we take uh, Dennis and then we take dashing journalist Kai from Zeta Gundam and Double Zeta. Oh yes, and Unicorn and put them in the world of Mill McAvoy. Oh shit! The real newsroom. Yeah. So they could. <laughs> yes. Make an anchorman with them. How long before Dennis hits Dr. Olivia Munn over the head with a, a whiskey bottle? Wow. <laughs> How many times does she have to say Glass Seagull before he kills her? There's a glass, bitch. Terrible. Yeah. I'll give you my glass, Seagull. Here's a glass. I'll give you a, gl- a shattered glass enema. <sighs> Ter- terrible. <laughs> Fantastic ideas, fellas. <laughs> well, Yazi and Robin, man, thank you guys for the questions. And uh, any any last words before we go ahead and uh, bring in the next guest? Yeah, for drop hairs. More Gundam. Good stuff. Thank you, man. Thank you. Keep for going. Thank you, fellas. Really appreciate y'all's support and uh, being a part of this episode, man. It's, a, it's fantastic to, uh, to talk to you guys. And I'll go ahead and let you guys go for now. Y'all have a good night. Peace out. Later. Yep. All right. 
Let's see, I've got one more Twitter question. I'm going to go with uh, Alex Catchpole. Let's see here if I can pull this up. He says, uh, when is uh, Chris going to join in on any of the Shin Station streams? He has. Um, he's, he's participated in at least, I believe, two of them. Um, one of them I can definitely tell you was the, um, the Breaking Bad uh, finale. And uh, other than that, there was, I think, another one, but I'm trying to remember what that was. Uh, maybe I'm getting it mixed up with just another podcast that we did. But I know Chris is uh, – he's, he's, he play, didn't he play um, Street Fighter or something against some of you guys or something like he, that? He did. He was on one session of EX versus the Gun Damnation. He yeah, wasn't, he one wasn't, of those things. He yeah. wasn't on the chat with us, but he played with us for a rotation. So that was really cool. So that, that must be the other thing I was thinking of. So uh, if anything, though, Alex, uh, I know that Chris has got a different schedule now, so it's, it's kind of hard for us to meet up. I know he's coming back to Gun Damn. Uh, sometime in the near future uh, we'll let you guys know exactly when what episode that'll be but thank you very much for the question dude and uh let's see i i, I dropped the uh the twitter just to see a naked jittery yes <laughs> <laughs> holy shit all right coming up next is we have three people in the end you know i'm gonna make it four uh because i see uh doc wanted to be in on this too so i'm gonna go ahead and pull him in and we're gonna close it out with this so we're gonna, Sounds good. we're gonna go ahead and pull in uh matthew we're gonna pull in daniel and let me go ahead and pull those cats in now there we go oh not daniel i apologize not daniel it's supposed to be matthew uh russell Ugh. there we go and it's supposed to be uh crestborn aka eric Let's see, I'm pulling him in. And I'm gonna pull in Doctor 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 Detroit. Yes. Yo, sir, welcome, sir. We're gonna pull well. we're gonna push it to the limits today. Yo, welcome Ooh. Welcome gang. Welcome ah, to the ah, chat. Thanks ah, for ah. having us. <laughs> and we just woke Eric up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I tried to call. Yet. I, I, I tried to call you earlier, bro. What happened? I, <laughs> I I got held over a little bit at work, and now I have like a pounding headache. So talk to me last. I'm gonna mute my mic for a second. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> well, uh, Doc, are you there? I'm here. Hey man, good to hear your voice too, man. Good stuff. So we have got Doctor on the line from the SSAA podcast. We've got Russell, aka Robo Lizard two two two. We've we've got Matthew Kyle, who's also known as uh, Spidey seventy six. Or was it Spidey? Uh, Spidey sixty two seventy over on the Mecha Talk yes. forums, and, and all, he's my son, and he's his son. <laughs> yes. And actually, me and Crestborn would like to announce we're running for president. In oh shit! Our catchphrase is "Mo bitches, mo money." That- <laughs> I know it's backwards, but that's how we roll backwards. <laughs> well, well, well. Uh, your your platform seems to be solid. <laughs> But, Trust uh, me, I live off Solari. Well, you're just like every other clown that seems to get up there anyway, so. Nice. <laughs> well, if anything, we'll start with Matthew first. And, and Matthew, man, uh, what would your question be, sir? Um, I I don't know if you guys have had any uh, comic book questions, but I figured since I'm known for my comic books and all that stuff, yeah. uh, I, I figured I'd ask you guys a comic book question. Sure. Um, out of... Any type of media, whether it's the comics, the movies, the television shows, what is the worst storyline you guys have ever seen from your favorite character? Whether it's Iron Man, Superman, whatever your favorite character is. Ooh, Neo, I'll let you yeah. go first, sir. I'm trying to think what's really bad. I mean, I'm a- Iron Man, I'm... Mm-hmm. DC Comics from like 1960-something to today. 
Except for the new 52. I heard that's pretty cool. But well, um, yeah, I've heard the Outlaws. It's pretty good. Everything else is garbage. <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. The Outlaws is what sucks. You should really want to read Batman. It's really good. Yeah, Batman's amazing. Holy shit. Well, I'm going to go with the death of Superman. I think that that was just stupid, pretty much. It was one of the dumbest things that DC ever did, and it really didn't amount to much at the end. I read that. It was one of the Superman arcs I actually read. I mm-hmm. got suckered into buying those comics, and it was just a waste of time trying to keep up with all the different Supermen that were around. It was mad frustrating, dude. <laughs> and the the uh, era of the Superman. I mean, that storyline may be crap. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I totally agree with you, but that is a historic book. I mean, it's pretty much what killed death in um, unless your name's, you know, Uncle Ben, you know. Yeah, Uncle Ben is the only one that really stays dead. Even, even they bring back even Gwen Stacy every once in a while, and they, and the well, one they the, bring, mm-hmm. they bring Tom her back Martha as a clone, as well. but she's never been dead, dead, or she's never come back from the dead as the same like, person. Yeah, right. the same person. Yeah. I mean, Uncle Ben's kind of come back. Uh, there's been alternate reality versions of him that have crossed over in the six one six, but that's like the closest we've gotten. Oh wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one that's actually this is an old one, and it's it's a sequel to probably what a lot of people think is one of the better crossovers that Marvel Secret did. Wars. Secret Wars two. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. As good as, Secret Wars, yeah, as good as Secret Wars one was, and how well paced it was, and when they did the crossovers, it wasn't. You know, that's really where they were kind of still limited with the crossovers. Granted, a lot of them were just like a panel or two or a page or two. Secret Wars 2 was just so bad. And it was just <laughs> such garbage. Let's, yeah. let's, not, uh, for, let's not forget the Dark Knight Returns to the second one. Um, oh, that was, Dark Knight Strikes Back. Dark Knight Strikes Back. Yeah, that was terrible. So you're just saying sequel comics in general are just awful. Sometimes you should. Sometimes you should just stop at one. <laughs> the, uh, the dark, that dark rain story storyline that Marvel had a couple years ago. Uh, the Spider-Man one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, the one that. Oh, the no, one dark that, rain. Yeah, I know. Dark rain, the one where it was kind of like the Illuminati and, and yeah. Norman. Yeah, you had like Dark Beast. I wasn't really feeling it. And it, maybe it's just the letdown of like, is it's you know sometime after Civil War, and then you know then they did what Secret Invasion after that. Secret Invasion wasn't bad, but I think that was where you know the, the, the typical thing they have in comics, like something gets really hot, and the next thing you know we're just going to run it into the ground, and uh, that's that's where they were starting to be like, okay, the crossovers just need to like let's just have everybody do their stuff again and then we'll do something major not everything has to go into uh, a major thing Mm -hmm. i never got into ultimatum on the ultimate side but i heard i've heard mixed on that oh it was awful yeah i've heard (laughs) more it's awful than than good because i kind of i mean i was into the ultimate universe i mean i know the whole Ultimate Universe, I think Spider-Man is the only thing that's still good in it. Yeah. Um, X-Men got shitty around like episode like late 40s, early 50s when they mm. when they changed again one of the writers and it just got like. But that was a good one at the beginning, and so yeah, that that's those are probably mine. But yeah, Secret Wars two is just such garbage. I'll always remember Secret Wars two for that one issue where the Beyonder meets Spider-Man and Spider-Man teaches him how to take a piss. Yeah. 
<laughs> what? And, and this, this, this is the this is the lowlights of this. That's why thing. you buy comics. Too. I mean, yep, if that anybody, is why I buy. If anybody knows the Beyonder, he was like this omnipresent guy in the first uh, Secret Wars. Took a bunch of heroes, took a bunch of villains, had them on a battle world and stuff like that. Probably mm-hmm. the omnipresent character and all this other stuff comes back as like some guy with a jerry curl <laughs> in the, in, the uh, in 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 our world and such things as yeah spider-man teaching him how to take a piss him learning how to gamble and loan shark people from like these local mob guys not even like like the kingpin or any of his guys just like some local mob guys like just you know it was just so bad <laughs> <laughs> I know you brought up Ultimate, but like I have a whole problem with Ultimate as a whole anymore in the last 10 years. I've, I personally, don't, not to go on a tangent, I'll keep it short, but I've always felt Ultimate kind of like dropped the ball as far as the whole point it's even around. It was whole. It was meant to be a, uh, a book, a, yeah, new continuity-free story for younger yeah. generations, and here we are 10 years later, and we get a new reboot every five years. Yeah, that's that's the problem. And it, and it I mean the first was it Spider-Man and then X-Men were like the first but Spider-Man and then it was like a few months later Ultimate yep. X-Men and they were edgy. I mean the, damn, this first like this first like 30 episodes 30 issues of Ultimate X-Men, that's some really good stuff because you're seeing them like as adults and all. I mean, Jean Grey's sleeping with freaking Wolverine. And all kinds <laughs> of I mean, this is just great stuff. And, X-Men, you know, the, the movie version's biggest dream, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the Ultimate books kind of like they would they they did their good parts and they're still bleeding in the other media's. I mean, those those early issues of both Ultimate X Men and Ultimate Spider Man, um, they uh they really brought in a whole. I I, I well for what they were they they did what they were intended to do ten years ago. They did bring in a whole new readership. In fact, Ultimate Spider Man uh outsold Amazing Spider Man for a couple yeah. years, which well, it was, bring it was good. It, I yeah, mean, it was it, really good. It's in my opinion, and you probably can tell by now. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, mm-hmm. and it was it was one of the really? best. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of the best storylines in the first couple hundred issues. First hundred issues, I think, is one of the best runs in all of Spider-Man's character. Oh, so. another bad one is uh, the whole West Coast East Coast Avengers thing. That was so stupid. Oh, that's, from the eighties. That's an old thing too. Yeah, but I had all those books, and I got a lot of that stuff from uh, my neighbor and all that. So yeah. I used to read all that crap. That's where you get the Silver Centurion uh, Iron Man armor See, with the frickin', you, with this with the shoulder pads. You hate that armor, but that's my favorite armor. I have a I have a two hundred dollars statue of it right here. Really, that one? Ooh, I don't yeah. hate it. It just doesn't look right. It's because of the shoulder pads. It's not the red silver. Mm-hmm. It's the shoulder pads. From like, with your shoulders. Well, my whole thing is so eighties. <laughs> my whole thing was I like it so much because it was the first armor that was since the gold and silver classic armor. It was the first armor that was different from the gold and red. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. that's why I always liked Including it. Including War Machine. War Machine wasn't around. Well, War Machine's when not. Silver yeah, because you have to remember, and this is getting a little. There was a point where Iron Man was Rhodey before mm-hmm. he yeah. became War Machine. So because in Secret War. Or secret, uh, secret wars. It's the Iron Man. There is Rhodey. It's not. Yep. It's not Tony. Yeah. Because that's that's when Tony was off doing 
getting drunk and losing his company. Man, well, uh, Matt, Matt, I have a question for you. Uh, one more day, man. Is that like one of the, one of the most hated storylines oh, for God. you? Do, do you want me to do you want me to hijack the podcast and turn this into Matthew's ranting rave? We have, we have three free yeah, you know, you know, you know what? I'll, I'll let you save that for the podcast you're working on. But uh, I, I, I figured, I figured you're still salty about that. But uh, to keep it, to keep a lot it of short. Hate that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! To keep this short. Uh, I saw a picture when that storyline came out, mm-hmm. and it was somebody took the issue of 544, I want to say, and they made they turned the entire issue and a bunch of other issues into toilet paper. <laughs> and, <laughs> and here's this will just show you how big how big of a fan I am. When that storyline was coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm a completist when it comes to Spider-Man. Oh yeah. So when when that storyline was coming oh, out, I, I, I killed you. <laughs> oh yeah, I was buying the variants. You're that angry. Variant. You're that angry man at the comic shop that you see. Where <laughs> oh, well, it gets even better. Huge, they're a huge fan <laughs> of something, and they're and they're trying to complete an art of something they hate. Kidding. You just open the first page, and it's like, ah, oh, oh, it. This will this will give you a good idea of what was going on uh, when that storyline came out. My uh, my father's best friend owned a comic book store, so I actually read the part four, the final part, a week before the book went out on shelves. Mm -hmm. And it was a week of me being pissed at people because, or not at people, but just pissed that that read. Yeah. Marvel for reading what I just read. Um, and I actually quit reading for a while. I think about, I quit reading for two years because my whole logic is I'm not one of those people where, um, if I don't like something, I'm going to keep reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like what they were doing with it, so I quit reading comics altogether because if my logic is if I can't like my favorite character, why am I going to stick around for anything else? Yeah. Well, they followed point. it up with that great Superior Spider-Man, so I mean... Yeah, well, after we had Brand New Day and we had One Moment in Time, which was all crap. So, no, but I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of joking, though. Brand I, New Day wasn't crap. It was much better compared to One More Day. <laughs> How funny. Oh, wow. oh this is so funny. Well, I mean, one day, more day, yeah. The only, the only thing wrong with one more day was the whole like making a deal with the devil, but like the reason why <laughs> the they only had, thing that was that wasn't the only the, the, the one more day destroyed. Well, not destroyed. That's saying that sounds like I'm too dramatic. Um, <laughs> it's fixed. Oh, come on, that Marvel stuck fan being over dramatic. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Let your comic book fan. Well, I'll tell you one thing. When One More Day came out, it killed my father and raped my mother. Oh, oh, oh damn. No more of this. Next damn. question. Damn. Next question. <laughs> That's where we stop. That's getting the chopping block. All right, cool. If that, rape. That's where we stop. <laughs> we'll move on to Russell then. Russell, man, what is your question, sir? Oh, here my question is this. Oh, Neil, Braces. what caused such severe robophobia in did your mother like date a robot and he used to beat on you or something terrible to that extent? Or is this just some delusion? <laughs> no. It's none of the above. It's actually it's actually thinking like a rational human being and thinking about how you keep reading every day in various forms of media, newspapers, online. That everybody wants to sit here and make this artificial intelligence because it'll just make everything so much greater. But you never hear about how are we going to prevent 
you know, uh, artificial intelligence from evolving to the point that it'll kill us? How can we control any of this? I mean, for God's sakes, we can't even protect the freaking credit card data in our in our freaking retail stores. So how? Home Depot. How, yeah. <laughs> well, just don't Home Depot. All those places. I oh, mean, yeah. it's going to be all these things. So the 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 issue that I have with it is. I don't think we have the this, seriously. I don't think we have enough discussion of okay. It's great that we're able to do this, but why should we? Just for the fact, so we can. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Neo, you the robots you, killed Neo. Oh my well, gosh, the robots got, they got him. They got him. They're probably trying to have to get me. Uh, you said <laughs> you said just for the fact of go ahead. No, I'm just saying we've never had the thing of just you know for the fact we've never addressed these issues just for the fact of you know making things more. Convenient convenient in our life. I mean, it's just because you can do something doesn't mean that we need to. And this whole thing of like, all I mean, you really trust a lot of these big corporations that want to do all this crap. You know, they're going to skimp on it. Yeah. They're going to sit there and make it do it at the least cost they can. And next thing you know, the freaking computer virus is taking over and it's sky all over the place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, seriously. Well, but I do mean, you really think that people are going to hand over their lives to that extent where everything is computerized? Or well, do you I'll think that you, people I'll put will? It this way. I'll put it to you this way. And this is how you got to look at the rationality of people. Everyone's afraid of their pir- or privacy. People, you know, the government getting into their privacy. Mm-hmm. But yet they will display everything and anything about themselves on social media. So you can, <laughs> never, you can never believe what somebody's saying until because what they're saying may not be what they're doing. That's that's the thing. You're gonna you may have people that will say this, but if you sit there and go, "Hey, we'll give you this robot to do all this stuff," they'll take it. So. Well, SBR, what do you think? Do you agree with him, or do you think he is completely insane? Well, I mean, after playing Five Nights at Freddy's, bro, I I, I am I am now I I am now a a fighter against the robot, son. Yo, that that ah, that crap. game scared the crap one. into me. That scared like I am no longer a robo collaborator. Get that shit out of my house. <laughs> it Yo. scared it into you. Oh, it scared it into me, dude. Robo collaboration <laughs> is out the door. I ain't trying to hear that shit no more. So yeah, um, if anything, I'm with Neo, man. I'm on his. I'm, 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 I finally I finally have seen the light, and I, I was wrong. <laughs> To not be on the the robo hate train, so it's, it's Neil, myself, and the admiral. Yo, man, yeah. you don't serve back. Don't step to the admiral, bro. Yeah. <laughs> don't even try. He's, he's, the, he's the guiding force. Don't even no, try, bro. And, it, and it's not even a thing of like technology. It's just the fact of like we're just. I mean, like and people. And, and you're saying, and you're saying, oh, would people give us up? But they're doing surveys and stuff people would if you if if you gave people robots to do all the menial tasks and all these things in their lives they would do it you know, and just the sheer thing of like putting artificial intelligence because what the scientists want to do is they want to put uh, intelligence that's self-evolving well you know that you really want a self-evolving machine like that that's going to sit there and, and finally figure out that. Because if you really look at it, and I know it sounds stupid, it sounds cliche because of all these robot movies. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is if, if you look about, if, if, if a robot analyzed human beings, we are parasites. We're parasites to the world and everything like that because we suck all the resources out of it. So, I mean, oh, yeah. it's just the, it's just the, it's the circle. It's happened before, it'll happen again. We know this. 
<laughs> so say we all. They, they tried to warn us, man. <laughs> this is the moment where I say amen and then the tones is closed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, my right. God. I got one last question. Sure. Since cats are going to be writing Roombas in the robot apocalypse, what mm. are dogs going to be writing? Oh, oh, dogs are with us. Dogs are with us, man. Oh, yeah, but no, what, dogs what, are with piece, us. what piece of appliance are they going to be riding, fighting against the cats? They're going to be riding shit. We'll be, we'll be putting, uh, we'll be, we'll be putting <laughs> RPGs. We'll be, we'll be strapping RPGs to them, and they'll yeah. be controlling it by biting down on their, on their harness to launch them against the, the cats on Roombas. You know, they're yeah. going to be equipped with weapons, signed guns. No, 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 no Himalayan long hair on a Roomba is going to stand toe to toe with a German Shepherd. That's damn straight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just not gonna. Implant long hair. Oh I say we go green and we just invest in our dog. No, cali- no calico on a. <laughs> no tortoise shell calico on a uh, on a Roomba with a you know with a with a butter knife in its mouth is gonna sit there. Yes, you know. but here's, here's here's a flaw in your plan. Aren't all dogs afraid of vacuums? Oh, not oh shit! I didn't even think no. of that. Damn it! No, Roombas aren't as loud. <laughs> They're not I as loud. Know. We're all doomed. <laughs> oh, but wait, is, doesn't that actually mean that no they dogs sense are, that the dogs, dogs aren't are afraid of them? Sensing? That the not dogs are actually dogs. sensing the impending doom coming from Roombas and vacuum cleaners? No, no, because big no big dogs, big dogs, they stand up to vacuums. You ever see a big dog go? Big dogs, little chihuahuas and stuff. Maybe they are, but they could get sucked up in into it. So they're kind of like they're kind of like cats, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Dogs are there to protect us. We saw this in the Terminator. Way to throw little dogs under the bus, Neo. <laughs> So well, saying, I mean, I hate to, I hate to break it to you when the when 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 cats versus dogs during the robot apocalypse, the small dogs, I don't I don't give them much of a chance. Maybe wiener dogs. They're the only ones that could help. Wiener see. dogs. They just clog them up or something. Yeah. <laughs> like a toilet. <laughs> just shove them into them. But Yorkies and all that? No, they probably get their hair caught in the Roomba and get sucked no, in. No, no, no. I think the Afghans would with that matted hair. Yeah. Good Lord. So. Have an Afghan with 16 Roombas stuck to it. <laughs> actually, actually, the thing we really need to worry about, though, is, is the Roombas gaining sentience and putting chainsaws and stuff on top of them. I was them, so. just about to say that. <laughs> the, only pro- the, only, the, the, the only real thing about the cats on Roombas is the cats will just, they'll just scratch the shit out of your ankles. That's pretty much all they're really going to do. <laughs> With Neo, that's a major inconvenience. How will I live? Yeah, as no, the vacuum try, sucks up the blood that's oozing off your lungs. Uh, EA Net dude says, I have Labradors that are scared of my vacuum. Labradors are just, they're just lovable freaking mutts. That's their problem. I mean, well, <laughs> hey, man, you know what? Cats are afraid of vacuums, too. You turn on that vacuum cleaner, it's, get, it's clearing out the room. <laughs> But a Roomba's not that loud. Hey, that's why, yeah, you, that's why you bring a Hoover with you to the fight. <laughs> We're not going to win this war turn until up. we make it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, fight vacuum with vacuum. We simulate the sound. We'll beat everything. <laughs> Maybe they'll believe we're one of them. Hopefully, yeah, this is this, this is the ultimate battle of of humanity versus the robots. It's going to be just the, it's it's not going to be one of those gallant pictures. It's just going to be like a ragtag, <laughs> scruffy bunch of like mohawk wearing, tire wearing, uh, you know, humans versus robots that are all 
disheveled with cats on Roombas <laughs> and dogs. Like one or two having chainsaws or knives stuck yeah. in duct tape. Yeah, duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> I just get an image like The Walking Dead where you get to walk through the city and you're killing Roombas and you're rubbing motor oil all over yourself so they don't smell your fear. Oh my god, there's just little Roombas going all over the street. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're not going to win this war unless we give the fear of God in them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, well, we gotta, we gotta thing, think big. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing, though, I mean, the, the only thing that would really counteract the cats on Roombas is if, as the cats are shedding, the Roombas are probably picking up the hair, <laughs> and the oh Roombas don't, they don't necessarily have a lot of capacity when it comes to. Uh, their little dirt. We are catcher. developing way too much lore for this robot apocalypse, and where we're like getting the battle scenes described, but like Roombas getting clogged up and smoke pipe pluming out of the back of them. <laughs> Says the guy who was on a fan chat dedicated to this whole thing. <laughs> that's kind of like, like that's kind of like that. Uh, what is it? Um, the what is his Pot name? On the Dave Chappelle, black. the Dave Chappelle skit where he goes to the KKK. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. You stupid kids and your robots. Let me tell you about what I talked about last night about robots. <laughs> you, you laugh now, but when uh, when the apocalypse is happening and when you know when, when, when we have the, the great battle of Omaha, when you know it'll be in like some, <laughs> Omaha. Omaha, the plains of Omaha, Nebraska. It's where the, the humans made their final push against the, the robot overlords. Why the fuck Omaha? What's what's in Omaha? Because it's because it's flat. <laughs> Because the robots are, the robots are going to need it flat, along with the Roombas. Here's a question: How? The Battle of the Dust Bowl is that what you're talking about? <laughs> See, yeah, but the battle wouldn't be outside. It would have to be in some kind of industrial compartment because they couldn't go outside because they would suck up all the grass and everything. Oh, the battle the battle of the clean room is that what we're talking about? The battle of the janitor's closet. It would be, this is that, that's how the war is going to go. It's going to be two guys. It's going to be me and Eric. We're going to walk into a janitor's closet. We're going to be like, yeah, that's a Roomba, and then smash it on the ground. We're going to walk out. The president is going to shake my hand. I'm going to look at him and kiss him in the face. Because I just when saved the, America. When, when, when Skynet, when I mean Skynet, Google takes over everything, and their <laughs> algorithms start produce, mass-producing uh, weaponized Roombas, mm-hmm. so that's what we're going to have to worry about. About. Not the not the Roombas that we have now that are you know there to vacuum, but when they weaponize Roombas, that's when we need to know. That's when it's going to be bad. They could they could weaponize Roombas. When Google gets their hands on them and calls it the Goomba. Nice. So so watch your asses. Uh, Why are we not selling these ideas? <laughs> I wish I knew. All right. Well, uh, uh, Russell, thank you for the question, sir. Um, if anything, we're, we're going to go ahead and uh, move on to the doctor of the SSAA podcast. Shout out to Doc. How you doing tonight? Uh, not the doctor. He's just doctor. Let me let me let me let me clarify that. And your season started, so he doesn't travel through time. He's not. He's he's not. Yeah, I'm multitasking. He could, he could be, you know, he could be Doctor One. Shit, as much work as Doc has got to do, he wishes he could travel through time. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually in the middle of work. Too. Holy shit! <laughs> like, like what I said on the thing is like I'm at work, so I won't be able to be calling. And this guy pulls me into the freaking cow. Oh, oh my bad. 
<laughs> at some point, you're just going to hear him going, what's that, sir? Yes, robots are the new in thing. Yes, I'll yeah. 20 of them. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Like, it was like, well, at this point, it's like, would you rather be killed by a Gundam-sized Roomba or a thousand Roomba-sized Gundams? <laughs> A thousand Roomba-sized Gundams. That would be amazing. A bunch of perfect grades beating you to death with your plastic hands. That'd be a great way to go. Uh, <laughs> now, now, are these Roomba-sized Gundams, are they super deformed? Because uh, that would make, that would, you know, because that might be just, that might be just a cute way to die. Maybe. I mean, it, but, but then again, it's a, gi- a giant Roomba as well. Just have it suck you once. That's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh, 40 meter tall this is getting okay. It's a giant. Room. All right. No, next question. Nice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any. I don't have any questions. I'm just here. Well, shit. <laughs> no, that's cool. Well, you, 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 you at least asked that question. So, if anything, I, I would go with the uh, the the uh, thousand Gundam size Rubas too. That's what I would do. <laughs> and it would be painful, but people would remember me dying. A thousand Gundam-sized Roombas? I'm sorry, sorry, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, a thousand Roomba-sized Gundams. I am so sorry. You want, you want humanity to die. Oh, you? my God, that would be terrible, yeah, a right? A thousand Gundam-sized Roombas? the galaxy to die. <laughs> Suck everything <laughs> off the planet. Yeah, the first step would kill you. Suck us down the next the step mantle. would ultimately kill you even further. Hey, but the planet would be clean. <laughs> and that's, you know yes. what? He brings up a good point. That's all we really need. We just need a good cleaning, and that's their job. That's clean and pure world. Can't, can't deny well, them from it, their it, work. It would probably clean all the crap out of the atmosphere. That would, might be true. That's what's up. And, the, and the oxygen. And the oxygen, yeah. <laughs> That is no way to talk to Eric. He is fun. Well, isn't that, isn't that, didn't they do that in Spaceballs? They sucked up the oxygen with a giant vacuum. <laughs> they did. They were trying yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Yet again, vacuums proving to be a threat to humanity. Yeah. Isn't it's it? Along with robots. Damn you, Darth Helmet. Damn you. <laughs> um, but uh, we last turn it over to Crestborn. My co-host on EX versus the Gundam Nation, sir. Uh, welcome to the stream, sir. And uh, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. My headaches subsided a little bit. Nice. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're here to bring just... it back. <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, I thought of one kind of really interesting question. I just recently was listening to uh, Hollywood Babylon with um, uh, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. Mm-hmm. And apparently a- uh, AMC is giving them an actual TV show uh, for Hollywood Babylon. And hopefully the pilot catches on, et cetera, et cetera. Hell yeah. So my idea, my question is... Let's say AMC picks up Gundam at MHQ and make it a TV show. <laughs> Holy shit. And Sobro and Neo, you each are executive producers to your own segment. Like, you each get one 30-minute segment, and it's an hour-long program, etc. What would your segments be about? You have the resources of, you have Walking Dead money to make these, to make the Gundam at MHQ show awesome. What would you guys' dream uh, segment be for your own show? Wow. Um, Michael Bay. <laughs> just Neil? gonna come put that out there Neo you wanna go first or do I I killed Neo please move on <laughs> you're just going through the hosts this week aren't man, you man <laughs> his audio I'll go ahead I'll go ahead and answer the question then uh, for myself um, I've always wanted to host a game show um, I've always been thinking about doing a game show and if we could do a game show that involved Gundam trivia uh, and made it fun I would do that as my part of the show uh, that way we could have listeners and people in the audience participate and be able to give away things like Gunpla and stuff like that. I would like to like turn it around and make a game show about it. Maybe one of these days I'll do something where it's a Gundam trivia-based uh, game show that we do live here on the channel just to, just to see how that works out, just to test that out. I've been thinking about it for a while now and what the format would be, but that's what I would do. Um, 
but that's that's pretty much what I have in mind. But Neo, uh, what would be your idea, sir? I told you I killed Neo. <laughs> <laughs> Neo, Neo Best you idea th- I've ever heard from him. My gosh, you there? You there? So, God, I may have to release a call and call you guys back, man. Well, I can do an impression of him. Hey, <clears throat> let me try. Hold on, let me let me try this. Don't. Yes, I um, I hate robots. Um, <laughs> I enjoy the bay. He's probably listening in on this, writing my name. I do hear it. Oh, there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. Thank goodness. You're gonna back. Oh my God! I thought he was gone forever. Yeah, I've been I've been here the whole time. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. It's it's the weirdness of Skype, but yeah, you don't know. Neil, drop you? No, no. Oh, what I would do? No, never drop me. What I oh I would love to do like the man on the street thing where you just like at, do this the stupid crazy questions to people mm-hmm. like you just go to a downtown section and you start doing that but of course I would love to do that especially at like conventions like just go to like down the uh, like Comic Con and stuff and just ask people like questions that are completely not even related to what they're doing like you know what did they think about the situation in the Ukraine or something like that <laughs> you, know, you know you know you walk up to somebody dressed like Optimus Optimus Prime and you ask him if there is you know oh damn it. <laughs> My you pigeons know. got into place and they finished the job. <laughs> we, we left off on Optimus Prime. Neil, you there? I'm here. Okay, it, 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 it cuts out every once in a while. Go ahead. You said Optimus Prime. No, I was just saying I'd love to go and see, uh, go and uh, you know, walk up to some guy named Op- that's dressed up like Optimus Prime, and you know, ask him, you know, if they think the Federal Reserve is doing enough to stifle inflation <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> of course. You'd have to have like little adventure things, like little day trips to certain areas. I'd love to do a day with Sir Michael Bay. That would be amazing. Oh my god! Uh, but but and, and then just go to like other like uh, places and just um, you know just just mess with them about like you know just do like mecha anime um, you know like uh, quotes and stuff like that while they're trying to talk to you about other things and yeah so a lot a lot of little a lot of little crazy and of course my own newscast definitely would have uh news tonight with uh in the in the because i would take some of that money and definitely uh revamp the lord larry king memorial news studio you think you're gonna make money from that what <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> well have you, have you ever heard hollywood babylon the shit they talk about yeah, he's got a good point there. <laughs> they just talk about nonsense themselves. So, and it, and, it, and it gets worse through the show as because as one gets stoned, the other gets drunk. So, <laughs> that, that's the formula. <laughs> that's what's up. So, Nia, how how can you one up them? What are you going to do? Oh, explosions! We'll blow up stuff. <laughs> yeah, every day yes, something will blow up. And at the end, at the end of every episode, you just Neo, see Neo run over to this gigantic red button and just punch it, and Michael Bates' <laughs> face takes up the entire screen, and the entire place catches on fire and explodes. No, we blow. We know we we try to blow up different things and see how they explode. And at the end of the show, at the end of every episode, we'd have uh, the final word. Kids, don't do this. At uh, no, no, we'll have the final word with Michael Bay, and Michael Bay will just walk out from backstage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and tell the audience to f off, yo. And that's that's what's going on. And, we, and, and that's how we close out the show every Flash every up. Oh, you can have it. Oh, be amazing. And we just That'd rerun be- that same footage every week. <laughs> you could have it like when he walked out on that uh, when they were doing that Samsung video. You could just have him up there and just have him go. 
I know nothing about robots, so I'm just gonna uh, leave. <laughs> <laughs> and you what know what? They probably they probably sold more from him doing that than they would have if he would have done the stupid oh, thing. Oh, dude, they I bought four. <laughs> I bought one for my grandmother, and she was like, "What's a TV?" And I was like, "You're not that old, grandma." <laughs> she said, "Television tube." I'm never saying nay. If you really want, if you really want to mess with your grandparents, the really old ones, you buy them a television and go, "Here, grandma, got you a phone." Oh wow! Actually, <laughs> actually um, another thing I would love to have is something I'd like to call a cosplay battle. Mm-hmm. And basically, what that is, you take two cosplayers and they battle. <laughs> to the death not really to the death but to submission mm-hmm. that would be great <laughs> cosplay death match yes, yes. no not and death it, match because you don't want them to die but uh, the, you, you know the, 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 you get like uh, th- three rounds of like two minutes each and you know you see who wins so cosplay MMA is that what you're saying kind of yeah, yeah, kind of like that see, I can see where idea. this could go either horribly right or horribly wrong with some of those scantily clad kind of cosplays you see out there oh yes so Mm. Yes, you get yeah. really aggressive, and things could get a little embarrassing. It could be Why the, are we it, not funding this? It could be the kaiju. <laughs> it could be the it could be the kaiju big battle of cosplay. Let's go! Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, that's what's yeah, popping. That, I mean, I would I would change my stuff up all the time. Maybe mm-hmm. um, uh, robots in history to blow them up. You know, that'd be the things is like. You know, like figures of like you know Robbie the robot and like the Terminator and stuff like that. You get like one to one scale replicas. Oh no! And and then kind of like uh, the back in black segments on uh, 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 Daily Show. Yes. Chris, um, Chris would come in from time to time and just mumble and grump and bitch about something. <laughs> no, that's genius. <laughs> He would love that shit. I know he would. Know anything <laughs> and have, about culture? <laughs> and and have public service announcements about like drop bears and stuff. Beware the drop bears. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that be Varnus's kind of territory. Terrible. Oh yeah, we we we. Well, that's what <laughs> would make it amazing because we'd bring him in and we put Bar- Varnus like in like a crocodile Dundee hat, and he just, <laughs> as Varnus would hate this because he doesn't want to be Australian. But <laughs> that's what would make it even better because he he'd probably just go he'd talk about drop bears and then go into rant about how he hates Australia. So. <laughs> that's, that's perfect television. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I would completely re- I would have a segment where you completely revamp history and just be like, did you know George Washington was the first person to build the Gundam? <laughs> oh yeah, we could we could do revisionist history. Yeah, yeah, we could we could do that. Like, you know, um like there's I think Ch- the Chappelle show used to do that where they would do like they would introduce like uh, you know, great moments in history, but it was yeah. like some guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, when Thomas Jefferson joined Section 9, the major was extremely... <laughs> <laughs> Founding father of Section 9. Yeah, I mean... Why 22? Because I'm a teacher, so I could go back and teach the kids this. <laughs> you could. That's what's you, up. You could Look. do that, yeah. Like, we give you permission. Uh-huh. I don't know how that would help them in, in, in the real world. It would, it would help them in the real... Are you kidding me? It would help them amazingly. They would go get a job, and then people would be like... What do you know about the real world? And they'd be like, "Well, I'm quite aware of how to uh, to take the Matrix out of Optimus Prime in case something <laughs> like that happens here." <laughs> and you know what? I can guarantee you, somebody will look him in the eye and go, "We've been looking for you our whole lives." So you wouldn't be as desperate as Rodimus was in the movie. Screw Rodimus. Uh, 
damn. That salt was real. <laughs> Good shit. Well, uh, uh, Eric, any other questions before we before we wrap this up? No, you guys apparently have been at this for a while, so I, I just kept up that one really awesome question. And uh, I've said this for a long, long time. You guys have got to keep up the good work with the podcast. The podcast has gotten much, 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 much better with every episode. Uh, the previous episode has gotten a lot of praise from people on the uh, Facebook group and everything for you know the segment and everything. You guys have all done an amazing job. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I the really one appreciate. That you were in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't normally see this much like, oh my god, that episode was awesome until Yo, I show up, but that's do, enough of it. Do you hear that? It's a patting on the back. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, it's a little... It's I'm like, just, well, I'm just you know, kidding. I'm, Let me do it next time. <laughs> but you know, as good as, as well as you guys have done, you've actually done better with this. So. Uh, who needs what episode? I rocketed you guys to a whole new level. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to put my hipster glasses on and be like, Eric, I was your friend before all of this. Just <laughs> <laughs> give me my money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Eric, man, thank, thank you for the kind words, man, honestly. And uh, it, it's, it's you guys that make us, uh, that inspire us to do this, man. Uh, if anything, if it wasn't for having the oh. audience, man, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be half as fun. It wouldn't be any fun at all. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, thank Thank you for making such an awesome show. It would be impossible. That's what it would be. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean this when I say, like, all the, regardless of, like, yeah, I'm busy as hell and all this stuff, and I do a lot of work, but, like, honestly, it's only to try to, like, because this guy, you, you entire, all of you guys uh, in the entire crew basically, like, put this kind of level that I wanted to try to achieve at one point or another. Mm-hmm. So it's, you guys have, like, set it like a good pedestal of what to expect when it comes to podcasting and just point out making a show in general so you know i always try to at least get a little bit close to what uh, whatever you guys can produce so yeah you, know, you always in our inspiration of some sorts but doc man i consider you my peer man as honestly because you you work <laughs> you you do you produce so much and you do it so well dude honestly if anything i, I think a high tide raises all boats and as long as we keep backing each other up and uh, and helping each other out man I, I think we we can we can attain uh even better levels of uh entertaining our audiences and and bringing in more people and i, I definitely want to i definitely want to pass it around matter of fact man let people know about the ssaa podcast real quick if you could oh uh, yeah actually um i'm in the middle of editing an episode uh so you can find this over at ssapodcast.com we are the ass backwards anime podcast best kept secret on the internet find it over at ssapodcast.com follow me on twitter you're gonna be releasing the samurai flamenco episode and hopefully friday if everything goes well um so yeah that's you can listen to us on there we do things we had a 24-hour episode like some time ago on episode 100 listen to that madness don't listen to that madness that's <laughs> one thing to. i can pretty much guarantee gundam will never do <laughs> I, would not it. I would not do recommend it, it like i think sober you did this uh, 24-hour yeah. game stream thing that's yeah. like as close as you're gonna get i guess yeah this is close and i was up for the entire time i think uh when i did the math i was up for like 28 and a half hours total but the stream definitely went on for 24 i shout out <laughs> to uh, you shout <laughs> for those who missed out you can watch it across our networks uh either here on uh tinyurl.com slash shinstation or on our, our t- uh, twitch.tv slash level underscore nine that's n-i-n-e or uh, twitch.tv slash mr lee majors twitch.tv slash shoji ramaro and twitch 
twitch.tv slash fighters ready, man. We, we zigzagged across the board. Majors held it down a lot on his end. So I got to give him extra special dabs. And, um, and show came over to my house to participate. Yeah, I've, I've in actually. The, in the, in the sessions. And it, even Neo st- streamed for a few, for a few hours on his channel <laughs> at twitch.tv slash Admiral Neo Lorenoke. Uh, Final Fantasy 14, but, uh, he streams on there pretty often. So you guys should check him out on his streams. He won't talk to you except in the chat. So. Not as much now that I'm. <laughs> I noticed the joke you put on there with the the real kitty about the Hello Kitty nonsense that blew through recently. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, that they yeah. said that she wasn't an actual cat, that she was like a person or something stupid like that. Wait, I did that or who? Yeah, did that? I. No, can I, I do two really That's quick? Like, right oh. yeah. I'm sorry. I, I just want to <clears throat> say two real quick things. Two more like virtual dick suckings here, for real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I'm going for the full all over the face, neck, and chest, like. I did want to say, in all seriousness, I really do respect Chris uh, a lot because I've said this for for years. Even though I joked on the podcast about oh, how yeah. I killed him and took his place and everything, mm-hmm. if <laughs> for Chris and what's the other guy's name that does MHQ? Oh, Dale, Dale, Dale. Yes, Dale. if it was not for Chris and Dale and everybody that worked at MHQ when it was FAHQ, that was the website that, like I said on the podcast, my friend Turkey got me in the oh, gun of using FAHQ, and that was all Chris Guanche and Dale and everybody there. So I've respected Chris for years, even though I disagree with him a lot on everything he says. I, I respect Chris <laughs> a lot a for everything that he's done for the Gundam community and for helping out the podcast and everything. And I definitely respect Dalo for being this, the background support to get... Uh, guests onto the show to do those uh, end of the year specials and everything. He's like the is what's the joke the the fifth beetle or something like yeah, that. <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> he's a part of the show even though he's on it only every once in a while. So I respect him. He's, I respect Chris. I respect Pete Best. Pete Best. Respect. Respect. <laughs> for uh, for all you guys and everything for the podcast and so here's here's to another 150 or more episodes by the way yeah. everybody uh, definitely follow Eric on Twitter at E66M4N that's Eggman that's E66M4N and you can also watch his streams at uh, I believe it's uh, tinyurl.com slash uh, Pokemon Saga Theater or is it just Saga Theater uh, it's tinyurl saga theater tinyurl.com slash saga theater and your twitch channel is uh, twitch.tv slash saga plays games so yes. uh, definitely Eric's got big things planned for all those channels definitely follow him on all those venues so that way you can keep up with that he's 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 a consummate host I I'm, I thank him for being a part of EX versus the Gun Damnation he helps to, to, to wade through the chaos that that could be sometimes so uh, I really appreciate the help and the, and the effort that he puts into that and I also want to thank Chris and Dale for letting us be a part of the MHQ family and for uh, them backing our show and being a part of this and shout out to both Chris and Pedro for the uh, Chaos Theater podcast if you guys have never checked it out go to uh, chaostheater.blogspot.com and check out that podcast or find them on iTunes at uh, just by searching Chaos Theater it's a great show talks about a lot of genre uh, uh, based uh, fiction and uh, if anything you can check that out on iTunes just search uh, for uh, Chaos Theater and um other than that, Neo, man, any 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 last words before we close out the segment, sir? Well, I mean, I I don't know if I can go any more into all that, but yeah, thank you for everybody for um, uh, listening uh, for this time, and I know you know it, it, it's I know you, we don't ever expect. Oh. <laughs> Yes, I swear to God. I swear to God, Skype, you suck. Uh, Neil, you there? 
Yeah, I'm here. I've been here the whole time. Go, so. go ahead. Go ahead. It's somebody. You, 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 I have the fastest goddamn light. I know. The fastest damn internet speed on earth. And I'm hearing everything, but for whatever reason, it's, it's, it's cutting out your audio. Know, it's okay. It's not my speaking. You but, was, um, you're saying you never expected. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to tell everybody, you know, I, I never expect everybody to agree with everything that we say, and we don't expect you to, and it's good, and, and we embrace it when you, um, you know, challenge us, us our, on our opinions and stuff like that. But also, you know, just remember that everybody has their own opinions about everything. So you can always be opinionated and, and, and believe one way, but never take it to a point that it gets, um, you know, real personal and not necessarily to us, but I'm just saying outside, of, you know, in the end, all this stuff's just dumb fun and that, let's just treat it that way. And, and the, the more we treat it that way, the better it'll be, uh, the more enjoyable all this stuff will be. And, and thank you. For everybody, you for I hope I hope that if there's anything that we've helped to, to show people to enjoy the enjoy debate um, at the end of the day, you never have to take it personal uh, when it comes to mm-hmm. debating. I debate on the show with Neo and Chris all the time. So, you know, if anything, I never take it personal. And, you know, we can always have a difference of opinion, but still be cool at the end of the day. It's never it's never that there's never that serious. And I, yeah, I, I think I, it's. I think that's something else that people kind of need to understand that sometimes when, you know, it, you know, we've, we've always heard, oh, you guys gang up on Solbro and stuff like that. It's, <laughs> it's nothing, it's nothing malicious, but Solbro will admit that he does talk out of his ass at times. Oh, yeah, all the time. I don't know. Yeah. Go front. So we, we, so we do kind of, so everyone does kind of blast him. Hell, even, even show did it when he was a uh, guest on the, <laughs> he, he pulled the Chris just, on you. I just but, um, SBR is like a tank. He's just the one that goes in there and takes the brunt of everything. That's right. Does all the work while everyone stands back <laughs> shooting little fairy spells. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think everybody I think the I think the one thing that you know uh, that we are able to do that we have a fortunate thing is that everybody has certain strengths um, of, of you know that they bring to everything so it, it makes it a little bit easier so it it's doesn't make it so you get burnt out so you but. know what? Uh, just just so i don't skip this last twitter question i'm going to ask it real quick we'll give a quick answer i don't expect neil to have much of an answer for this but uh if anything i will go ahead and ask it anyway it's from hey. H- highest metal and <clears throat> highest metal asks um give some of the gundam pilot stands like jojo's bizarre adventure and what would they be their names and their power wow that's a that's a deep Wait, question <laughs> I, I i could have sworn i sent that same question to you guys one day and chris completely no sold it yeah he did right <laughs> he did send that question in so this is courtesy of kyle oh did he yeah he skipped, yeah. He skipped yeah, your cause, question because he was because oh, uh, oh, wow. he wasn't trying it's to like, i don't know what judge's bizarre adventure is yeah yeah it was uh it was <laughs> the good old days um i don't know uh <laughs> this is a question i would have to think about uh give some of the gun to pilot stance from jay let me go pull out my tarot deck and uh, we'll just start making shit up. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say i would just say i would give i would give i would give star platinum which is jotaro's stand to uh to domon costume i would definitely give him that um, other than that, I would have to really think about this question to give what about you guys the world. The world, fabulous. you know, I would give the world to Trace. That's who I'd give the world to. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to give it to Trace. I would give it to Trace, and even even Daddy still haunts people. So just. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. To, I don't know. I'm not all completely up on JoJo. I've seen like the first OVA and stuff. But yeah. was it Dio's head is on Joe Jotaro's dad's body or something like that? The that, that on, on, on the original JoJo's body, yeah. He uh, yeah. He was his rival, and uh, eventually it came down to decapitating uh, JoJo what after he died. Up show. And he took his body. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's that's only the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> In every episode, there's a base minimum of at least one fucking dog dying in yes. every episode. <laughs> Dogs, yes, not endorsed by PETA. Is Ooh, no, if PETA, if PETA even knew that show existed, that sh- they would be on that show's ass, and I would just be laughing all the every, every episode. It's like they would just turn up the dog killing. That's what they would do. <laughs> <laughs> that that is that that serious. already has that whaling problem that there's everyone hates about so oh my god and apparently fred sees it in his heart to send me tweets with pictures of the dogs that get killed when i happen to miss them <laughs> oh, yeah. oh i, I asked him i asked him to too man it's the oh, my <laughs> so you're the culprit amen yeah Solbro is not mr happy-go-lucky nice guy all the time he, no no he's got a little evil streak in it in him too so that's what's happening yeah, when, when are we gonna see evil right SBR? Now, icon, that's the face i'm giving you right now so <laughs> <laughs> oh my god man you guys have been an absolute joy to talk to man um if anything fellas I- i'm gonna go ahead and release the call but uh i hope y'all have a good night and um thank you guys for being a part of this man uh if anything it's it's an honor to talk to all you guys and all and shout out to everybody who submitted questions either through the chat which i didn't really get to meet read too many questions from forgive me for that and all everybody who's going questions. too quick, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it was, they were answering, going back and forth too quick. So yeah, it was like that's true. You, can't, it, you you would lose it. So that's true. But uh, thank you guys for uh, listening to our show for 150 episodes and beyond. And uh, that's it for this segment. You're listening to Gundam at MAHQ. We'll be Do right it. back. <laughs> Do it. Do it. We'll be right back in a few minutes. Yes, dark Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. From a time long ago, in a basement far away, there comes a time when there's only one hero to protect us all from the trolls, warranted and unwarranted. Is it him? Against Gundam Sea Destiny. It appears destiny is firmly on my side. What? There stands a man who alone will defend the honor of said show for all to enjoy. You're something that shouldn't have been allowed to exist, boy! Just shut up! His name rings out and is like curses to those evil doers. If people learned of your existence, they would want to be just as you are! That name... Chairman 025! 
You shouldn't blame me. This is mankind's dream, mankind's desire, mankind's destiny. Coming this fall on WSBR, your home for DVR hits. Wow, this is pretty cool. That's right, coward. Be afraid. Die knowing you lost to someone who really knows how to use a mobile suit. He wants me to retreat. Time to attack. Now, damn. I feel the vision sucks. Eleanor. Right here. I need to depend on your ears. That's fine. Leave it to me. Rock and roll. You're under my command now. Oh, God. Wait, team. You've got something to say? Uh, nothing whatsoever, sir. Sander. Yeah. The second you start thinking of him as a regular Zeke, you'll be dead. Really? This guy is better than any of us. About time for a real fight. Oh, hiding the dust. Very considerate of him to give me an escape route. He's coming right for you. Damn it. There? You have my friends. Oh, I got him now, Karen. I've got a lock. Overhead. Six four nine by two three. Unit three oh one. Fire! One left. Good work, Delanor. <laughs> this is getting fun now. Now it's your turn! Well that looked impressive. Now say goodbye to your tank. No, you don't! I gotta throw in a few more tricks. Huh? Out of ammo! It's over now. My left arm is out of action. <laughs> Pretty good reflexes. Not bad for a Betty. But I bet you're not ready for this! Your good vision is your fatal weakness! Where's the main circuit, damn it? Uh, uh, why don't you shoot? <laughs> Just finish me for God's sake! It's time I stop playing games with you. What'll it be? Here he comes, Sanders. Right. You gonna fire on me while the pilot's still alive? Come on, hands. Stay steady. My friends. Do I really care if they get out of this alive? Right now, all that fighting for my friends talk is sounding ridiculous. All I know is I'm really scared. I wanna live! Uh, I wanna live! Uh. So you're awake, huh? You're the one that... And we'll grow all together! Yeah. The commander? <laughs> He's lost it! <laughs> so, I've met Miss Ina's fetty lover. <laughs> Life can be real funny, but I won't be stopped! Damn it, no! Victory is mine! <laughs> well, Miss Ina, the Kurgeron will have to leave without me. I have found the place where I am to die. Hey, Ricky, how you doing? Lee, I see you got everything under control, man. I'm gonna go downstairs and the gun... Damn! What happened to rain? Welcome back to Gun Damn at MAHQ. You're listening to episode 150, and we had 
a call-in blowout. That's right. We had a nice long segment where we talked to a lot of our listeners and answered questions. And uh, basically, they asked Gundam whatever the hell they wanted. And <laughs> we did our best to answer. Uh, again, many thanks to everybody who participated. Um, if you want to check out the archives for the live show, you can go over to tinyurl.com shinstation to check out the archives for the live show. There's a little bit extra there. But uh, thanks, guys, for, uh, for being a part of this. And, and thanks to everybody who listens to Gundam and who's brought us to episode 150 after all this time. Uh, before we go, Neil, any, any thoughts or any last words you wanted to, 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 to give? Just thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll keep it going. Hell yeah. Well, when you guys have time, definitely peep these websites. Head on over to where the magic happens, mahq.net. Visit there for reviews of many mecha-related animes and manga series. Also join the conversation at MAHQ's official forums at mechatalk.net, where you can find forums for this show and other MAHQ and Shinjuku Station podcasts. There you can comment on the thread for this episode or others and submit questions for future podcasts. If you're looking for previous episodes of Gundam at MAHQ, Look no further than Gundam.net, where you can also find information on all of our previous episodes. Also find us on iTunes by using the keyword Gundam, and make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. After listening to our show, your next stop should be Chaos Theater, MAHQ's podcast that focuses on other facets of nerddom outside of Mecca. Hosted by the webmaster of MAHQ, Gundam's own Chris Guanche, and the pedal bear of the South, Tomopop's own Pedro Cortez. You can tune into the show at chaostheater.blogspot.com and on iTunes by searching for Chaos Theater. Don't forget that we're also on YouTube, where you can not only find our previous episodes, but extra content as well. Subscribe to these channels when you have time. YouTube.com slash Gundam MAHQ. YouTube.com slash Chaos Theater MAHQ. YouTube.com slash Fighters Ready. YouTube.com slash Shin Station Fight Tube and youtube.com slash Shinjuku Station. Last but not least, make a beeline to Shinjuku Station's home for live streaming. That's tinyurl.com slash Shin Station. Every week we stream live with anime commentaries like Shoji Ramuro's Anime Movie Night and live podcasts like our new show, Barbecue Night. Don't sleep. Head on over to tinyurl.com slash Shin Station and follow us to keep up with all our future live streams as well as archives of our most recent sessions. And that's it for episode 150 of Gundam at MHQ. We'll see you guys next time. I'll gladly accept. My name is Wu Fei. I'm Trey's Kushranada. Gundam at MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint. Sounds interesting.
I hope we can battle again. Mm -hmm.